Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to Cousins Night Podcast. It's your girl, your sister, your cousin, Kaylin, back on the mic once again. And I got all my people around me. We are here and we are ready to give y'all another part for the week. First and foremost, y'all, I just want to do a disclaimer. Nobody has Rona that we know of. Last week, we were coughing on the pod, but none of us have Rona. We were just choked up a little. Because we're not living in a democratic hoax? Okay. Because we were just choked up a little, so please don't think like, oh, they just sitting around pod and coughing all over each other. No, no, no. It was a choking cough, not... A COVID. And she means choked up in the spirit of the Lord. Yes. And if you want to know what happened on last podcast, after you listen to this one all the way to the end, and you want to hear the coffin, you can go back and listen to the last podcast. It's a hilarious pod. All right. Moving on. So, if you don't know too much about us, we are a group of cousins that came together and started a podcast after all the cool debates and conversations that we would have right in our grandparents' basement. Um, each week we have a docket that we go down, we start talking about music, transition into what's going on in the culture, we have a segment where we tell you who's getting locked up, in a segment called, you're going to jail, period, and then we have the sick and shut in, a list of people who we need to pray for because they've been going through some things and they may look a A mess. mess, and then the last thing we're going to talk about is the S's. Three S's. <laughs> this week in the S's, where we talk about science, sex, or society. First on the docket. Yes, I'm adding to it. First on the docket, there are some shots fired. I like your hoodie. Oh, thank you. Oh, that was really nice. Thanks, Brent. Let's say who's on that hoodie, Brent. Make this stallion. With that body, yadi 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 Kevin. The first track, her, yeah, the first track of the album where she addresses the allegations oh. of Tory Lane shooting her. And when y'all not listen to the album? When y'all put shots fired, I didn't know that's why you started talking about Meg because it was going together. That's not why I did, but it's a nice little oh great tie-in. Yeah. All right, yeah, the one. Sorry, if you want to do a full album uh, review, I want to throw it in well, there. So. Yeah. so I'll be real with you. Let the real nigga speak in this room. I made it to four tracks in and. Shots fired, very hard. Probably one of the better diss tracks I've heard. Let's in a keep while. on that for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say, I just want to say, Meg is a fucking phenomenal wordsmith. The way she was eviscerating this little man, it was just insane. Like, <laughs> it's just that like. This was just a real fun, real honest diss track, but like, I'm, I'm glad she, you see some of her to defend herself like this, because I feel like most media trained artists would be like, oh no, I'll just be quiet, I'll see you in court, I said too much. This bitch came back with fucking bars, not just a singing a little sad song like Janae Hago. Mm-hmm. She came with real bars, bars, bars. Yes, yeah. and I didn't hear it, but so y'all think she held her own? Yes. yes. My, again, my favorite bar is, 
you shot a 5'10 bitch with a 22. And she really goes after him and her friend, basically talking about how, I guess, him putting the gun around got her friend excited. And basically, like, in how she talks about how he is a little angry man and how he was so oh, upset and pressed about his birthday. So she said that was her typical Thursday for me. Oh, so when they was, um, was she implying that they were dating or was no, she implying that for, he was... They took, she, he took her out to celebrate his birthday. Okay, okay. And they get her friend turned on her somehow in the car because he offered them money to silence them. That's why she's on silent. Oh, okay. Well, well, good. I'm glad she got her shit off. It's about time. But, um, I don't know. Like, um, I just, I'm oh, sorry. Keep going. I lost what I was going to say. Like, I had it perfectly for me. Right, Ariel, Kaylin? Well, I didn't listen to the um, project. And I have a very hot take myself. I don't really typically truly enjoy Megan's music to the point where I want to listen to it for leisure. I respect it because it's fun twerk music, most of it. But do I want to listen to Megan's flow, rapping on the same beat she always raps and trying to give me a cooler, different kind of message? Not really. I don't really care for it. So, um, my, my take is exactly the same. Um, I couldn't even finish the album because I thought it was that trash. Like, I don't think, besides Shots Fired, I don't think any beat spoke with me. And um, when I got to that fucking song with the baby, I just, it just truly makes me wonder how anyone gets this far with this barely legible rap skills. He, he is the worst rapper I've heard in a long time. Ooh. Like, that shit was fucking ass. And if anyone defends that at this table, we need to have words. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't turn that shit off on that terrible beat, his terrible verse, but it went far too long. Like, I don't know what the fuck Mike was thinking. This is, this yeah, is a huge was, mess. Like, I, I can't even stomach it. Mm. Damn. I'm just saying when I got to <laughs> when I got to City Girls Southern it's just like I, the first song Virtue songs were good mm-hmm. and then those, yeah, and good. those three songs were um, two songs afterwards were just awful I'm mad that I haven't listened to it all because I really wanted to see like what she could do on this album but that. yeah I kind of got to probably the fourth song too and I turned it off I just feel like I saw somebody on Twitter saying that she needs to be freed from the baby's features, and I, yes. I really do. It's just it's giving the same song over and over again mm-hmm. for me for the baby, so it's it's not giving. Um, but I did like the SZA song, um, the SZA feature, "Freaky Girls." I think that's the only other song that I listened to past like um, the fourth song. I did like the um, the City Girl song too. That was also another quintessential twerk. Turn up song too that That's I could the song dance I to. Turned it off on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I did really like the the shots fired one too, like the her coming at Tori. Um, and of course, people were mad about her speaking on it. I'm like, this nigga made a whole mixtape about her, and she can't say a rebuttal. It's mm-hmm. very very confusing to me. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say. I'm gonna listen to it, and I'll give an update in the next week's pod. Cause I, I'm curious. So we're all averaging about the fourth song, cause that's where I got to as well. Mm-hmm. Literally the fourth song, and I said there's other shit to listen to, and I I cut it off. I mean, my, and my day was better. Her her music just isn't my style. It's just not you know my thing that I want to hear at my leisure. As Kaylin said, if we're having another drive the boat party, then put it on, and right? It, and mm-hmm. it will ring off. Yes. yes. But um, just sitting in my car, you know, chilling, doing my everyday shit. This playing in the background, you know, wasn't really for me. Meg can rap, not taking any away from her skills. You know, she's amazing as far as rapping is concerned. Yeah. But the songs aren't my thing. Um, I, I did skip down to Freaky Girls after I got to the fourth song. I wanted to hear the Scissors feature. 
and Scissor was like the best thing in the song, I thought, but still I wasn't crazy about that song. And then Body came on, I said, I gotta cut this shit off. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That, I hate that song. That has since kind of grown on me now that I'm hearing it more around. Yeah. I gotta say, it's grown on me. That's but my hot take, too. It's I like just it. For, um, it's just for the, the, the for meme TikTok, of it all. For memes. Like, I don't think I would be in the car, like, singing along, like, body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. But, like, <laughs> for the yeah, meme I, of talking about it, sure. I wouldn't be singing along. I mean, I've, I've literally been singing body, yaddy. Yaddy all week, which is yes. which is the thing. Me too, and I it's, hate the song. It's very commercial, but I feel like it's just a fun song to turn up to. I like the verses in that song. the The hook is very. At first, the verses are good. Yeah. yeah the The first time you hear the the hook, you're like, "This is trash." But then, like, of course, it just starts to settle in, and then you're just like, "Hey, I can literally just twerk to this beat the whole uh, chorus." So it's just fun to me. I like that song. All right. Well, anybody have anything else to say about Meg? Um, I just, I just gotta say this hot take. Uh, we were driving around doing our errands, me and Kevin, and I just heard them talking about sucking cock. I just, uh, like, who did that? The city girls. I just, I had to turn it off, man. I didn't sit right on On this album? Yes. No, the city girls would not say cock. Black girls don't say cock. I know. I was, I was not saying that they said sucking cock. They <laughs> just said they said sucking cock. They were talking about it. Ariel, that's Thank the title. You. We were talking about Oh, hell no. Absolutely we, we were not. Talking about it. It. Weren't you just the one, like, I don't know if we should be talking about something like that anymore? <laughs> we can't go from fleet and paint to suck and cop. We're going down, down bad. Right. Okay, next, time. next case. And, um, all right. So, Kelly Uchis. Y'all have to. I can't introduce this one. It's too many words. I don't know. <laughs> so, sin miedo, which is meaning without fear in in um, Spanish. No, now read the rest. Oh, um, de de amor y otros demonios. 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 Is that what it said? Demonios. Yes. Well, who put it on here? Brent. I did. Oh, sorry. Damn. You always be putting the random people on there, but uh, I put that on there because of love and other demons. Okay. Kick us up. Well, if this is love with a demon, then sign me the fuck up. I genuinely love this project. <laughs> You're on your own. I think this is a really good album. Like this was a, I listened to it once. I will say, but this shit was bumping. Like every beat was hard. Every feature was really good. I think this is generally like I listen to like I don't know what to put a genre on this. Whether it's like R and B, reggaeton, or whatever. But like whatever it was, it was just very enjoyable. I would give this like an eight out of ten. This was awesome. Great. Mm. All right. Anyone want to speak on that? And also, I'm in love, Kelly. Just. Yeah, she's lit. She's fire. It's interesting that she's given a whole... I mean, it's not completely in Spanish, right? Because I feel like some of the... I think the second song she was singing in English a little bit. I feel like it's like 85% Spanish. It's, okay, yeah. But it's... Like, I was waiting for like, the words I could catch, but like it was just more Spanish. Okay. But um, I, I'm excited yeah. to listen to this. I listened to a lot of... Some of the songs, like the singles, like the lead singles coming out of this album. <clears throat> um, And I really enjoyed it. I think she's super talented. And it's just like, like Sakai said, it's a vibe. But I'm definitely um, going to listen to it all again. Yeah, I'll give two updates next week. Yeah, she has a very nice, light, airy voice. And um, she had a great feature on Rico Nasty. I think it was like, really good. So, and just, just listen to this album. Give it a chance. All right. Next case. Kevin's going to talk to us about the Russ album, Chomp. So, yeah, just played it for y'all. Um, Atlanta rapper and Russ dropped Chomp, which is a five pack from him. We pull it back up in one sec. 
Make him sound like he from like some zone zone state or something, Kevin. Zone zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn, Kai, you roasted. Yeah. As you can see, you can see the Metro booming and Kai rising up again. But so we first start off with stock. I'm, I'm gonna be quick. It's only five songs. I'm the one that heard it. Start off. With, oh, it's only five songs. Yep. Stockholm Syndrome of him and King Crooked, produced by him. Really good. I'm sorry, produced by Russ. Really good. I think the him and King Crooked were going bar for bar. Crooked kind of had a better verse. I've never verse. heard of King Crooked. Me either. Joe talks about him a lot. I think he kind of had a better verse than him. Second goes, Who Wants What with Absol. Really, and again, produced by Russ. Really good. I thought overall, really fire song. Absol had a really good verse too. Again, it's like, where is he at when it comes to all the other Dream and TDE projects? Like, you just don't see him. But he'll mm-hmm. give everybody else a different call, a feature. Inside Job, produced by DJ Premier. Probably the best track on the album, on the EP. Really good. Premier's beat is just, it just floats. I'm sorry. And then it's lined him up with him and Buster Rhymes, produced by The Alchemist. Really good beat. I like Russ's verse. I don't need to hear The Alchemist. I'm Buster Rhymes anymore. Mm, agree. Without really? Sounding, without sounding mean. Like, <laughs> you, you, you should have been hanging your jersey up a long time ago. Ooh. Like, I don't know, like. I mean, I he. I, I mean, he's just. Um, he's a thing now, Kevin. Yeah. We, you gotta respect him because he's been there yeah. with the rich. I feel, feel like me? he probably because he saw the. Okay, can, uh, Kendrick got a Buster Rhymes feature. Uh, I, I'm gonna do that too. Mm-hmm. But oh uh, yeah, then the next. You song, think he wants to be Kendrick? No. Oh. I was just saying like he probably saw someone else do it, so he's like, oh, I, I can probably, I, I can get that. Got it. Then the last track is Momentum featuring him, Benny the Butcher, and Black Thought, produced by Knife Wonder. Fire, fire, fire. Benny has he's he he's had one of the best runs for this, at least for coming out for his album. So he can't a great feature. That is one of my best shots. So praise for him truly. Really good song. Black Thought also has some good bars. Overall just a solid project. I'll give it like an eight and a half. I hate you. I'll say everyone that Kevin told me, like as he was playing it, I was listening to it on the speaker. And I'm like, Kevin, that's him? That's him again? What? Every song Kevin played sounded good to me. So I'm excited to listen to it. Again, um, on my own. I will say, I played the, I was the whole thing with Kevin. Oh. It's a great project. I hate that it's Russ. I just wish it wasn't you. Mm. To quote, to quote <laughs> my, my, my nigga Maul from, to quote my from Joe Budden. <laughs> I just can't take hip-hop when it's coming from a man with a man bun. It just don't give off that right look. So that's oh, okay, sense. we're going on to the next one. All right, so we're going to get into the Grammys. What? And Brent, I'm sure you put this on here. Yes, I did. Yes, you're always, what can we call Brent? Our Grammy what? Correspondent. correspondent. Okay, yeah. Brent, you were always. I'll say our award show correspondent. Okay, and that is true. Correspondent. That's true. All right, y'all. You got. You hear it here. First, you heard it first here. <laughs> All right. Yes, everyone. Uh, the Grammy nominations were announced this week, and uh, I just wanted to give a quick rundown of the notable categories. That you know we're all interested here at the um, Cousins Night podcast. So start with um, K-pop. Okay, K-pop. So they don't have a category, but um, they don't yet. Rock. Do y'all care about that? Uh, sure. sure. Okay, let me start with that because that's the first one on here. All right, Shameka by Fiona Apple. I don't know how to say that. She Not- released an album this year. Yeah. Hey. Shamika is called Shane Micah. Shamika. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Not- <laughs> <laughs> Shamika. Shamika. <laughs> what? Guys, please 
Mais um Something called Not by Big Thief, Kyoto by Phoebe Bridges, Bridgers, The Steps by Haim, Stay High by Brittany Howard. This is terrible. Who the fuck are these? Daylight by Grace Potter. This is best rock album. Brittany Howard is the singer of the album Shakes, I believe. But like, are these like rock songs? Like again, I'm, I'm hating someone never listen to them, but like, <laughs> The Rock has gone in such a terrible place. Yeah, there's it no, is. there's no clear defined line of rock anymore. It's very sad. Bring me my mall screamo from 2007, please. Mm, yeah, well, sorry I started off with that because I don't know who none of those people are. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> is Bring me the Horizon in the metal category? Maybe. Bring me the Horizon. Yeah. Let me if, see. I got. Twisted around. Because <laughs> um, when I hit back, it won't take me back like they supposed to do. Like they supposed to do. Okay. All right. Go. So should so, we go to the next No, time? no, no. We're, I'm back. And I'm, I'm, I'm at R&B now. Perfect. Categories for R&B. Let's see. Okay. Best R&B performance, Lightning and Thunder. Janae Aieko featuring John Legend. Black Parade, Beyonce. All I Need, Jacob Collier featuring Mahalia and Ty Dollar Sign. Go ahead, Brittany Howard, and see me, Emily King. Who is those people at the end? I'm surprised Ty Dollar Sign is not. I was saying, I'm surprised Ty Dollar Sign is not featured in every song. Yeah. So, okay, this was feature of the year? Is this no, regular no. R&B? R&B performance of the year. Yeah, best What's R&B performance, performance mean? I mean, if I'm done. Song. Song performance. Like the way that it sounds. Let me see. I'll because leave. like, what's the difference between that and best song? Sorry, I'm derailing us. But I mean, I don't know many of the people on that song. I never well, listened to the Janae song. Me either. All I listened to was Black Parade, and you might have said yeah. something else I recognize. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know these people really. I mean, other of course, and Beyonce and Janae, but I didn't even listen to that song. So, next case, best traditional R and B performance, "Sit On Down" by The Baylor Project, featuring Gene Baylor and Marcus Baylor. Wonder what she thinks of me. Chloe and Haley. Let me go, Michael Kilgore. Anything for you, let us see. And in Distance Yeba. That Distance Yeba song goes off. It does. It does. I need to listen to it. I haven't heard it. And that's my girl. Shit. Moses Sumney was playing it. Late at night one day, he went live and he was playing it. And okay, was, I it goes it. off. Distance, y'all said? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. I mean, it sounds like a better variety of people. I don't know everyone, but I don't really consider Ada and Shahada as R&B. So, but yeah. Ariel said that that song is more R&B. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there it is. All right. Um, okay. So just to get us back on track, are we the only ones that call them Ada and Shahada? And y'all, their names yeah. are not Ada and Shahada. It's Chloe and <laughs> Chloe and it's Haley. And that kind of goes yeah, back to a funny a, moment fun. we had on the podcast mm-hmm. a while ago. Oh, best R&B album is terrible. Him. I was going to read that. But... Whoa, I don't agree. Well, it ain't terrible. Okay, okay. tell me because I need to hear it again. Yeah, no, let me take that back. Happy to be here, Aunt Clemens. Take time, Giveon, Giveon. Very well. To feel love, Luke James. Bigger love, John Legend. And no. All rise, Gregory Porter. John Legend, please don't win. I'm so scared of fucking stupid ass burning songs. Huh? You're sick of the sexiest man alive? He is not the sexy man. He was. 
Oh, shit. But I was going to say this. Giveon, you said it was his new project, no, the newest one? the one before. The iconic one. Oh, so you can do EPs now? Apparently it was an album. I, I it was an album? Apparently. I have no idea. Okay. But it was definitely at least six songs. <laughs> but whatever. I thought it was like an EP. Okay. Anyway. Whatever gets you that Grammy, if it is what it is. Giveon, that was a very pure piece of work. Yes. Purse. I can talk to that. And like the fact that me and Ariel are hipster to them, to him, makes it just even better. Like we saw this nigga opening up for a Snow Lacker, okay? We saw it, but I forgot to. He was literally a no name. I forgot to record because I didn't think he was going to be good, and then he got good, and I was just so engulfed in it. I didn't even record him. Yes, eight eight songs. So that's enough for an album. Yeah, yeah. And Vanish is one of my top songs of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not all really, time. Not all time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just beautiful. <laughs> of, the, of that year, of that year. But it's a very good song. I'm feeling more confident now that Give Me On is 2020. I can add some things to my list. That wasn't 2020. Okay. I don't think. Oh. Well, I want to wrap this up because there's two more R&B wait, categories. I, I was going to say this real quick. I don't think the Luke James Project deserved that. Really? That song that you were oh. just listening, that uh-huh. is off of that album. Mm-hmm. The album is cool, it's but great. it's not moving to be Grammy nominated, in yeah. my opinion. It's experimental. Are we going to get to snubs? We're, we're, let's just keep going with the awards and then we'll get into snubs. Isn't he the man that copied you? You were so happy about him, Luke James? Ro James. Okay, next case. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Ariel saw him live, and we were on the podcast saying it was kind of the worst um, concert we ever went to. Remember? <laughs> I, do, I um, do remember that. But yeah, like that's the best song on the album, the one that I played for y'all earlier with Simone. Okay, okay well, real quick, best R&B song. We got two more R&B categories then. Why on the is there like five R&B categories? I don't know. Um, I don't a lot of R&B music out here. Yeah, there's a lot. But anyway, best R&B song is Better Than I Imagined, Robert Glasper, Michelle, and the Buncello, Gabrielle Wilson, and all that. I did not know that was nominated. You did yes. No. And y'all know that's my song. To join the Black Parade. Not that one. Uh. Black Parade with Beyonce Black Parade. Okay. Collide with Sam Barsh. The one with um, oh, Olu and Girth, is, Earth Gang Boy? This, yeah, this is naming the people who wrote it. So that's why I'm a little thrown off. Oh. Tiana Major and Earth Gang, it says? Yes. Okay, so when do it. we collide. Okay, and do it on here with Chloe and Ida. And oh, written wow. by Victoria Monet. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, really, Ariel? Yeah. Scott Storch wrote it, too. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she her pen's insane. And then Slow Down with... Oh my god, this is an amazing Skip Marley it's a good her. category. What is this category? Traditional? Best R&B song, period. Not traditional <laughs> or nothing. Wow, y'all, that is a sick category. I like all of those. But better than I imagine, I played that at least 200 times. Mm-hmm. I'm confused though, because when did that come out? Because you just, I feel like you started playing like, it like a month ago. I think it came out in, I don't know. That's a good question. I Let feel like that's like, le- that's like not within the, the dates. Literally, the Grammys. I was really like telling Ariel how complex that song was. Mm-hmm. I was tipsy one day mm-hmm. and I was listening to it and I was just able to see how beautiful the um, instruments were. Mm-hmm. So I really think it should be song of the year. Well, That's the Grammys nice. might be getting it together then, y'all. But one more R&B before we bit. move on. Best progressive R&B album, Jene Ayako, Cholombo. I don't know. How that says it. Cholombo. Yeah. Ungali <laughs> Hour, know. Chloe and Haley. Free Nationals. All over the place. Free Nationals, Free Nationals. Purr. Robert Glasper, Fuck Your Feelings. 
Thundercat, it is what it is. Purr. I didn't know he got nominated, so that was new for me. So that's some good. That's a good category. Right yeah, there. R&B is kind of fun this year. R&B is fucking back, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told y'all that my coworker tried to say that aren't he only been listening to music from um like the nineties. R and B right now is at its peak to me. Mm-hmm. It's getting great, great okay, not at its peak. Some ninety niggas will go off. Yeah, but I don't know about peak. I'm saying like <laughs> it was down really bad. Oh, it it's was. on an uptick, is what I'm <laughs> it saying. Was, it was. Yeah. Maybe not peak, but it's going to uptick. I'm yes. sorry to it's, interject. That's why it's taken over the majority of my um, album of the years for the past mm-hmm. like three years. Most of my albums of the years have been um, R and B. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's really all I listen to. Like I prefer R and B over anything. And now, mm-hmm. like we were speaking about this earlier, I'm trying to get into an experimental bag, like Brent and Ascend. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring it to you. Go ahead. All right, well, going next to rap, we have a few rap categories here. So, best rap performance, and that's for a rap performance. Okay, I'm sorry. Deep Reverence, Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. Bop, Da Baby. What's Poppin', Jack Harlow. The Bigger Picture, Lil Baby. Savage, Meg The Stallion featuring Beyonce. So, that's the remix. And Dior, Dior, Pop Smoke. <laughs> This none of this moves me, but Savage. What is this again? Song? Savage Song. best rap performance. Damn, he deserves the Grammy on something. Yeah, Savage. Uh, that's nice. I'll take Savage. Who, who you giving it to? Savage. Who is Savage? Savage. Oh, I thought you were about Twenty One. It's the remix. Remix featuring Beyonce. Best rap performance. Yeah. I was ever song that I don't like. So I don't know. I mean, Beyonce <laughs> and her rap. Okay, you said amazing yeah. on that song. So it was the baby, little baby, and the baby. I mean. Mm-hmm. The baby, little baby, and Meg. Uh-huh. Oh, or Pop, Pop Smoke, Smoke or Little Baby. Jack I mean, Harlow. Okay. And Big Sean baby, featuring baby, Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> oh, and Big Sean. <laughs> Could they give it to Big Sean because of Nipsey Hussle? I don't know. I think he could have gave it to Pop Smoke. Whoa. I feel like they definitely, could, get, they definitely could give it to Pop Smoke. Yeah, I feel great. Sorry, it took me a second to like process all of it, but like out of all of those songs, I think Dior was lit. Mm. Savage was just more commercialized. TikTok, white people. But he might get the push too because he passed away. Yeah, but Dior, that shit was cranking for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a year, yeah. I said. It's iconic. That that okay. type of like, yeah, Pop Smoke is iconic. He brought in Drill. I feel like mm. Pop Smoke was what? the first. You don't agree? Or do you not Jeez, know what I'm talking Chicago. about? Chicago. Y'all think that's the same? Y'all act like I was like talking Spanish. You just said he created I was like, real rap. He what? <laughs> I, y'all don't think he? I'm scared. You bendy bumps. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk about it no more. He didn't make drills. Yeah, OG Chicago style. Well, uh, to keep this thing moving, I'm sorry, y'all. Here's a new category: best melodic rap performance. It's kind of interesting. So it's Rockstar, the baby featuring Roddy Rich. No. Laugh now and cry later. Drake featuring Lil Durk. No. And here, check oh, this out. This should have been a lockdown. I know. I saw and that. And Uh huh. Roddy Rich, the box. And then Travis Scott, highest in the room. I'm sorry. The box is a great song. First of all, how is highest in the room still on this list? That's a very good question. <laughs> but it's on here. It came out on Astro World. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, I'm with you on lockdown. I feel like they made that. Yeah. Yeah, they made this category oh. just so Anderson Pack can win. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you're right. He needs one. He needs something. What are you yeah. saying? Anderson Pack deserves that one. Yeah. Oh. All right. Best rap song. 
the bigger picture, you know, little baby, the box, Roddy Rich, laugh now and cry later, drinking little Dirk, rock star, the baby, and Roddy Rich, savage remix with G Beyonce and Meg Thee Stallion. Ooh, and Sean Carter has writing credits on this. He probably wrote Beyonce's verse. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, so, imagine getting Jay-Z to write your verses for you. Yeah, this so is, is that's that best same, rap song. Is this pretty much the same category again? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty so much. So one of them didn't win. Like, I feel like Anderson Pack is guaranteed <laughs> to win that one, the melodic rap one. Mm-hmm. In some way, one of them is going to toss up for if that If I one. just said, yeah. if Rockstar wins one fucking reward, this is fucking terrible. It was just really big, Kai, from TikTok. Yeah, but this shit is... I finally heard that song in full for the first time when dropping off our cousin. It kind of rocked. It's fucking it. terrible. No, it's kind of rocked. Kayla, no. That was, that that was, was genuine. Even Ariel said that to me once. That's a two-pack of ass. This shit stinks. We was listening to Brand New Larrakini fucking cop car. I mean, yeah. I it's mean, it's rocking. catchy. It's catchy. Sorry. I think I kind of like that song, too. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of goes to, it's to put me in the mind of, <laughs> if you want to go and take a ride with me, this you put me in that vibe. This nigga's one of the worst. I don't want to hear no one's opinion no more. But Laugh Now and Cry Later should win something. Yeah, I think so, too. That's good. I don't really see that as melodic. Do you think he's going to shave? Well, we out of that category now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Drake should win that, but... Yeah. Um, Oh no, Rockstar is just trash. Okay, well, Mario Judas version is better. Oh no, God, no, no, no. Rockstar. So here's the big hip hop one of the night. Best rap album. Mm-hmm. We got Black Habits, D Smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm ha- regards, 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 regards. Yeah, praise. Very Love surprising. that for him. Very surprising. Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs, and the Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Regards, regards, regards. Oh, yes. You can miss Madlib. This yeah, a written. You alright, Kyle? We know your heart is in the right place. A written testimony, J Electronica. Mm. Regards, regards, regards. King's disease, Nas. Mm. Yeah. If you don't know, I don't say nothing. Whoa! <laughs> the <laughs> allegory, Royce the Five Nine. This is some rarefied <laughs> air for coming for a top album though from Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. So I am torn. Because a written testimony to me is amazing. Mm-hmm. Alfredo is amazing. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed the Nas album. Had not like I know it's not that it deserves to be in top three because that's those are the only two or three I've listened to. And it, ooh, that's a tough one. My heart says written testimony. Jay needs that. My heart says written testimony. But I also like another one on this. Freddie Gibbs. The Smoke album was good, but now I don't think it was better than Freddie Gibbs. I have to say this: I love written testimony, but after hearing Act Two, I hate to say this, you dropped the wrong album. Act Two is just ten times better than this album, and um, I just gotta say it's, it's Alfredo, man. Alfredo Gibbs, he's one of the fucking best out right now. Nas, Nas, Nas. That's kind of cool. Raw split. Fabio Forman's verse, bro. That's just one verse. Don Howard. So, I did want to before we move off. I wanted to say this is a very fun topic because all of hip hop Twitter and every freaking call the teeny bopper now they're pissed. They're saying, why isn't Little Baby? Young Look All Duh Baby. Why aren't their albums on here? Why, why is, where's Uzi? Where's so Uzi? Uh, everyone with a Kanye West profile picture on Twitter is in shambles Scratch right now. So yeah. they are pissed. Ariel was saying that to me. She was saying, like, the, the, the Gen Zers are pissed. Ariel would like to share what you were seeing about Gen Zers being mad that um, all the <laughs> old people. For 
I felt like she needed it. No, I was just saying that, like, people were saying, like, uh, where's Roddy Rich? I feel like you just said this, yes. right? There's no point in me saying Roddy. I just want to say. Well, you saw it firsthand. I'm sorry that real <laughs> niggas walked in the room. I'm sorry real rap is here. I'm sorry. Little Baby, no. Little Uzi dropped one of the worst albums I've ever heard again. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't understand how these people think they deserve to be album of the year in any world. Roddy Rich, maybe I don't, I don't listen to him, but he, the way he has Roddy Rich doesn't suck. No, I'm saying the way he has right. Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber trying to use cheat codes and can we recount the, the listens so he, she couldn't go number one. Guys, Twitter certified. I'm just saying he deserves it, but not this year, nigga. It's ready to give stuff. Yo, Nas has never won a Grammy for his whole illustrious career. Wow. Fuck all, fuck all these other niggas. He needs at least one, damn it. Okay, I'm saying at least one. The difference between the young people and the older people. I feel like none of these new artists can do an album. Like I feel like these guys blow up because they make singles and they listen to the single and that's kind of it. Yeah. I can't name you someone that goes, the whole baby album is amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that ever. Good point. I've Good never point. heard someone like, no, bro, you got to listen to the whole little baby project. <laughs> they don't, like, you know what I mean? They make yeah. these big single, they ride that out, and then call it a day. Good point. No, I agree completely, Kevin. Where these are full finished products and bodies of work that are that you can listen to and they actually are really, that's a real fucking album. Yeah. Where these guys are not album rappers, they just make good songs. I take, but yeah. I understand exactly where you're coming from. So before you know, I leave the Grammys. We gave him a little regalia because hip hop was coming on better, and R&B is a much better. But they're still fucking up the most, you know, coveted award of the whole night, which is album of the year. Is a whole fucking mess. Sabrina we got wow. Janae Aiko, Chilombo, Black Pumas, Black Pumas. It's a soul project. I started to listen to it. It sounds pretty good. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's old. It's old people music, but it's still real rocking. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, but Everyday Life, Coldplay. Oh, I don't know how oh, to say this. Commercials ever seen the Coldplay in 2020. The Jesse Volume 3, Jacob Collier. Woman in Music, Part 3, Heim. Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa. Oh, do a do a leap And Hollywood's bleeding post Malone. First of all, oh no, yes. folklore yes. Taylor Swift. I don't believe Hollywood. I just want to say, but Hollywood's bleeding. This shit came out last September. What is the cutoff for right. the Grammy? It has to be September of this year. September, whatever. Because I feel like he actually got nominated for a Grammy for the same album last Twice. year. Twice, right? That's what I feel like too, Kevin. So this, like, I don't understand. They're just trying to push this cue ball looking motherfucker right now mm-hmm. to the moon. But. That's nothing all to hate my heart. I just Again, want, we want some real on here. I would like to have a hot take about a person in the Grammys. But if you were about to add to Kevin, I'll wait. I don't know what's adding to Kevin. It's just I was wanting to know is Janae Apple was her album this fucking good? Who the I, hell was listening to that? I think I tried it. No you black people it? no it black people were listening. I don't think I liked it. Yes. Nobody liked it that much except the Grammys, a slob and a snub apparently. Yeah. Slobbing her titty. What, what? Let's let her get one. Bit. Yeah, but not album of the year because. And where the fuck Coldplay come from? This album was pure garbage, pure trash. But I tried my best to listen to this album. I had to cut it off. Everyday Life, their newest one. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, it's not like folk music now. Yes, but remember, 
There are a good amount of people who love cheery, dumb folk music. And mm. that's why, like, Mumford and Sons were so fucking big. Yeah. Was, that's all they fucking did. It was horrible. Not your fault, but mine. Ah! Yeah, I did, I did stand up with some Mumford Sons. They had two good songs. A couple songs, a couple songs. But, like, that, the, their first out. album was horrible. Yeah. I was, like, so, like, okay, we're going to get Little Lion Man the entire time. No. We got slow and dramatic. Sorry, go on, bro. No, it's fine. It's fine. So, but that's that's it for the nominees. Uh, we that is going to transition us to the next topic, the weekend, calling out the Grammys, saying they're corrupt. Oh man, I wish I had a statement in front of I me. I got it right here. Okay, good. All right. So the weekend basically has recently come out, coming after the Grammys for essentially holding him ransom. Essentially, he was saying the fact that when it came to him performing at the Grammys, he was also had the option to perform at the Super Bowl. And because he wanted to do both, it actually caught the ire of both companies. Mm -hmm. And they basically had a meeting with him where he said negotiations were very tough. And because of it, he feels like he got his Grammys stolen from him. Because he feels that the Grammys were upset. I'm just asking for clarification. The Grammys were upset that he was considering the other deal and then ended up taking it. Super Bowl. He's doing, yeah, so it, they were like, we don't want to help They said either you're doing the Super Bowl or the Grammys. And he's, he's going to do both. And he feels he lost his nominee because he did both. You know what's crazy? That's actually kind of scary because it shows how... Follow me here. The, the, the bosses and the tastemakers... Of the industry, they're all together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there should be no reason why it's like either it's the Grammys or it's this. Why can't you just get two awards from two big companies? Yeah. That just shows you how everything is just clicked up in, in that business. Yeah. But so my he, thing is, why would he get mad if he already knew what was happening? He just said, the Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. So I, I'm guessing he's trying to say more or less. Sure, you did that to me, but you need to tell the, everyone why you did that, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. Did y'all, yeah. true. did y'all see Drake's response to mm. No, what did he say? He put on a story. He said, I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between impactful music and these awards and just accept that what once was the highest form of recognition may no longer matter to the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. It's, it's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up but they just can't change their ways. Ooh. The only day... Do you think he wrote this himself? Yeah. No. Yeah. The only day I said... Oh, the other day I said The weekend was on lock for either album or song of the year along with countless other reasonable assumptions. And it just never goes that way. This is a great time for somebody to start something new that we can build up over time and pass on to the generations to come. Very well said. And it's the truth. That was but, he said, but my thing is, y'all say this every single year. No, well, Just like with, with NFL. People were saying that every year and still went back and watched it. Certain people do, but Drake has kept this mm-hmm. same energy for a minute now. He like went that one year, he got a bad taste in his mouth, and this nigga never went back. Yeah. Yeah, and never like came turning back like, oh, never mind, I think I really want these. Mm-hmm. Never celebrated when he got nominated since then. So I gotta give him some kudos. Good. For keeping that same energy and writing that. I didn't read that, but it's really well said. And I agree completely. And I know I'm the motherfucking, you know, correspondent for, <laughs> for all the record, for all the award shows. Yeah. But still, I even though I watch them because they're a spectacle, there's something to watch. And I love to argue about who's the best. But I still love and appreciate when, you know, artists who I love mm-hmm. can look at this shit for what it is and say, look, 
I know I still sold this amount of records. And I don't care about what yeah. the, what white man is trying to say who's the best in the world or whoever. You know, right. I know what I bring to the uh, culture. You know? Yeah, but it's just crazy the fact that you have the highest charting song of the year and you're not nominated for yeah. not on album, not on song, on not well, best pop song. Oh. It literally it makes really no sense that he was not even nominated. Well, I feel like the win is all subjective or whatever, but he should be in the room. You, there's the no room. way. You, that was like being undefeated in like yeah. MMA. And then they're like, well, you can't get a title match. Like for no reason. It's just mm-hmm. that, like um, like Joe Budden said, um, the people who run these Grammy awards, they're not, they don't understand what they're getting into. It's just a random chosen chosen category. So the country gets rock. Rock will get um people like that. Those type of people. No, I'm not even talking about the vote. The people though, Kai, who is even picking them to send to the boards? Yeah, also, that's like, what I want to know. Blatantly, no, that's what I was trying to get yeah. to. Uh, go that, ahead. Like, um, it should be those who've won a Grammy for this genre or been nominated in this genre should be the panel because uh, they understand that genre. Mm-hmm. But not, yeah. you know, why would you give it to someone random who doesn't, why would I give country black metal, basically? Like, how could they understand that? Yeah, that's, that's what Russ says. Like, the whole process is actually, basically, he described it as a bunch of white people listening to every album and saying, this belongs in this category. Not caring or knowing what the genre is supposed to be in. What? It's just like, I'm listening to this. He's like, that's why so many, like, black. This happened when Igor came out, and Igor was upset that he was in Best Rap Album. <laughs> Igor was upset. Igor was upset. Tyler called himself Igor. He was saying, like, how they listened to that and were just like, oh, this is a rapper. I get heard some rap songs, Sorry. and they threw it in there. Because they don't, well, they're getting the wrong people to listen. And Kevin, they don't just listen to it. They look at the skin color of whoever made it yeah. and decide, is this rap? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, is that your last take on the Grammys? Because I want to say something. Yeah. Yep. I'm okay. There. First of all, I want to say congratulations to D Smoke for being nominated. Like, we literally just saw him off of a... TV show. Many other people have actually been fans for a while. Like um, I was having a conversation with somebody who was uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, and I also want to say the Soul Train Awards are Sunday. He smoked oh. his reason, brother, right? No. Sir. Sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, guys. No, no, no. That's some people's opinion. If you put him no, like the guest, like the fucking guy from TDE whose brother is already not in TDE. His brother is in TDE. Okay. He's established group and was allowed to be part of some freaking reality singing show. That sounds very it's planned. It's not to a me. reality singing show. Y'all are not giving this man a chance. I'm not saying first of all I don't care. This is I heard him tell his... St- How the fuck can he be an industry plant and his own brother don't even... Nobody knows who he is. Who well, his brother rubs sho- <laughs> shoulders with? Do you think his brother is really getting help from Kendrick? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you I know the reality show then? I don't... Okay. You sign up. The fact that he could be an industry... Okay, let's... Sorry. I've been debunking. I'm going to say... I'm going to say that in- being... Having the contacts that he had with his brother might have brought him to the audition. Yes. To the actual show, being like, oh, I know people, he would be great for the show, blah, 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 blah. But his being um, pushed to the end brought him on Pure Talent alone. I'm sorry. Even if they were going to be like, oh, he's going to be the winner, I wouldn't even be mad because he had more talent than anyone in that competition. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he And then it. that's why I do want you and Kevin to listen to it. It's not singing. Y'all claim y'all like rappers. Y'all claim y'all like hit lyricists. 
They're literally doing rap battles and stuff. It's good. Cardi B's a judge. Okay. That says enough for and me. And so is Royce of 5'9". You like him? But Royce of 5'9". Yes. T.I. Yeah. No. Yes. and Chance. Remember well, he be... I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, everybody stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Royce of 5'9". I don't did. Yes, he was. <laughs> Oh, he was for that one week. He was, yes, a whole week. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, regardless, I I I don't know. It just seems Very kind of planting, kind of fresh in the soil. Just like Saint John. Her, um, I was saying, was don't don't punk. What's his name? D Smoke. D Smoke. But also, I want to say this. I watched a little mini documentary that D Smoke did, mm. and he said. How he's been rapping for like 10 years and writing music. He's wrote songs that we know. Mm. So y'all can... More industry. Deep roots in the soil. Dang. But he said he's been rapping independently. Mm. And his team was like, you should go on the show. He didn't know nothing about it. He didn't... He (laughs) He didn't sign up on... I mean, he had a team. He was an independent artist. I know, I know. Where's the 5'9", Toby? And and basically, he was like, are you sure? I don't know if I want to go on the show. And apparently, he gave them conditions. He's like, I'm not going... I guess he's saying, I'm not going if it's going to show no Fugazi shit. You know, I just feel like he gave them conditions because he considered himself as like a real rapper. So he's like, all right, I'm not going on there to play games. Like, I'm not going on there for fucking... What's that show with the big man? Big Hit. Dame Dash. <laughs> <laughs> big man, <laughs> Basically, he was saying, I don't want to go You're and be on there. Show? Huh? Is he too old for that show? Yeah, would you imagine a mid-20s? Dame Dash has his own show that does that the as well. Game. Oh, the come up. Right. Come up. Yes. Not with the rap it's game. Like, oh, it's like for children, though. It's not That's not for children. It's called the hip-hop game. No. Oh, they weren't on the rap game. No, What's the, the real game? Uh, no, the next oh, big oh, thing. Next okay. big thing. That's Sorry. Dame Dash is the next big thing. It's different okay. from that. Um, wait, wait, wait. Like Hold up. Like what you mean? <laughs> Everybody pause. We're going way too late. Pause. Yeah. Ariel said. <laughs> Ariel called it the come up. You I'm saying very suspicious. Now, if you can call that entry plant, sure, but I don't think so. But like Ariel said, the talent was sick through the whole show. Brent, you know. Yeah, talent was really great. Definitely not Next Big Thing. Next Big Thing was a fucking joke. You pretty yellow, where the fuck is she? Yeah, trash. Good girl. She was on the Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. Oh, wow. In a hmm. cypher? Yeah, she was in the interlude. You ain't seeing shit. Braids going to the back. Uh, yeah, Remember when they kept TV? doing tributes to like black American history or something? Yeah. It was like, I'm black, don't kill me. She, she was. She was. She was doing that. But she, but it was basically about racial. In a, <laughs> okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. So. Okay. Speaking of people who were upset about Grammys a few years ago because he could not bring it back to Dade County, Denzel Curry seemed very frustrated 
and had been venting on Twitter about his issues with rap. Alright, um, I understand his old pain. I, I get that you should be taken more seriously. However, I want, also wonder, can I, can I say so, so you're confirming he's mad about the Grammys? No. No, I'm okay. saying because he okay. could not take a Grammy back in We're still on the Grammys, right? Uh, no. no. Damn, I wanted to put in my snubs. I feel like it went so fast. <laughs> it went really long and slow, but you can wait for the last snubs. part. Y'all wrapping it up. Is any what? Kai, what are you doing? Oh, you was waving in the air. I know what you was looking at. Okay, just to the quick snubs of the Grammys, Victoria Monet and Lam De La Havis. You deserve better, okay? Lam De La Havis. Period. That album was fucking magic, and everyone knows it. Period. Sorry. I think she's been nominated before. Just like magic. Just like magic. Anything that I say. That's a um that is a TikTok song now. And I like it. Yep. Oh, I like it. Alright, so back to this Curry. He you know tweets, This music industry is bullshit. I gotta play it too I gotta play a stupid game for me to succeed. It's not about the music anymore. If it was you, you'll hear a balance of conscious rap along with everything else being played today. I, I hate rapping. I watched my hobby that I did in my room because something I can't become something I can't even enjoy anymore because everyone has an option, has an opinion. I'm sorry, I can't read tonight. How many years do I deserve to get... <laughs> how many years <laughs> I have to do to get the respect I deserve? I feel like this is his, you know, little version of a Kanye rant. It's not as destructive as a Kanye rant, but, like, I think Denzel is right in a lot of sense. I do think he's one overlooked artist. I do think... He's one of the upper two rappers, and he deserves the respect. I agree completely. Denzel Curry has been underlooked since he was on the freshman list in 2016. The infamous one with Kodak, Uzi, 21, and Little Yachty. He's the other member, and he's so underlooked, it's freaking ridiculous. All of these other niggas are bums. I'm sorry. Maybe not 21 Savage, but the rest are bums. And all because they follow trends and make the same sort of sound that all the fucking little idiot kids want to hear. They blow up. But anyone that's actually has talent... <laughs> Don't, doesn't get their recognition. And he should have gotten a Grammy for Taboo. Nigga, if you're getting paid and you're doing a hobby that you say you love, then well, who gives a fuck? I mean, you, everyone who is in the real world understand how this thing works. Who really drives hip-hop? Young, adolescent, I guess white kids, to be completely honest, you know, is who sells or buys the records and who really drives hip-hop. So you're totally not under, you're not shocked and you're not surprised at who is on the top of things because you know... Who's buying the records? It's not niggas in the hood in the streets. You know, it's the people I mentioned before who's kind of driving hip hop. But it's so, sad, like, he has to follow, he actually has to do, like, the Clock Cobain shit to actually get recognition. Like, stuff that he made fun of in that song and pointed out how all these rappers are selling out themselves and called to do are the only ones succeeding. I'm not sad about it. I don't think it's sad. I think it's a shame that he's feeling this way. Just, you know, nigga, if this is what you love to do, he says he hates rapping now, so maybe that's it. But if you really love to do this, you're very talented, you're very good at it. And you're making music, you're touring, you're getting love when you're on tour. Who gives a fuck? That's how I feel. You know, get over it. But you want yeah. the you want the you want the recognition. You want when you're working hard, you want your employee the month plaque. You get recognition. I feel like he's not getting it from where he wants it. I guess, but there are outlets out yeah, here I want who, a who recognize, you know, what he does. And if it's the Grammys, and I don't agree with that at all. If that's what he's saying, he's upset with not being nominated for the Grammys. Oh, we go so long about. How I just wish more rappers had the. Mentality of Drake, you know, but I, I know everybody's not going to have that. One. And <laughs> like, J. Cole, don't forget. And J. Cole, yes, saying, right. 
Yeah, Drake man. gets way too has way too many rappers that care. Talking about to a young guy that has none. I feel like you can't compare that to that. Okay, right. he needs to get some more skin in the game before he just expects grannies. But then I don't think I can say that because stupid um, Lil Nas X and stuff be getting. No, Lil Nas and Young Billy Eilish, they ain't got no skin in the game. So I take it back. He also tweeted. It was pretty cringe. Yeah, Billy Eilish, she, was, she grew up loving my music when I'm my favorite, like the biggest pop stars grew up listening to me. Y'all don't give me the respect that I deserve. Like, I think that's just kind of corny. Like, no, corny. See, no, now you're losing me, man. Don't, don't. <laughs> now like, you're making me mad. Come on, man. not making me mad. He's losing me. Like, that's just ridiculous. It's corny. Just make your music and then see what the fuck happens. As long as you're getting paid, who gives a fuck? I still really feel that way about awards and shit like that. Get over it. Grow up. So Damn, that was a read. All right, are we done with Denzel? The Grammys are sacred. Okay, so we're going to move right on into J Electronica is trying to release Act 2 officially, but he needs a little bit more help from Kanye, possibly? Yeah. Dun, no, dun, dun, dun. No, it is uh, from Kanye. So, fun fact, J Electronica has a Discord server that he genuinely uses with fans, but you can't get into it now. So, he was talking about um, that... He basically, the album I went on earlier, talked about how I consider it a 10 out of 10. Like he said, the album is, has been mixed and mastered and is going to be released. He's just waiting for Kanye West's, um, what's it called, clearance. But like, um, I really feel like the album was perfect as is. Kanye doesn't even rap. I don't want any Kanye songs. Don't do a whole album of Kanye just because you did one with Jay Z. Please do not. Do you That's- think it's some of the beats, dude? Was it just features? These are features. I'm sorry. I can't. Okay, yeah, because that was my question. What did Kanye do for this album that he needs his approval for? If it's verses, keep it. Oh, fuck. He no. might have produced too, though. Okay, yeah, producing. Especially back then, like. Yeah, oh, especially old Kanye producing is, is one thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> why just. Just do all that shit in the beginning. Like, why make all these little side songs and then don't get clearance for them at the time that you make them? It's just fucking stupid no, to no, me. No, no, no. This was the album that was supposed to release before Written Testimony. Mm-hmm. Written Testimony is supposed to be his no, um, third, second point. project. Yeah. yeah. You should have dropped that shit back in, like, 2010, then. That's mm-hmm. on you. You should have been cleared this shit. Mm-hmm. It's a great album, but you you took too long. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see what shall come. Right, we'll keep an eye out and see what happens. All right, so Monster Two by Future is in the works. Yo, put this one here. I I do something a little bar, but Future (laughs) dropped an announcement. A follow up his last album, but he's Ariel Stavewood fan. Yeah, (laughs) I did want to listen to the him and the Uzi project. I've heard good things. I stand with time to be alive. That's all I do. He's Ariel's day one fan and Dirty Frank too. Okay, so I can't remember the future. Now, I feel like we talked about this nigga every podcast. More black thought on the way. This is the second time I feel like we've ever talked about black thought. I've never. Oh, you know what? We just talked about black thought. We reviewed him like three weeks ago. We reviewed his album two weeks ago or something like that. No. Yes. Okay. Well, go ahead. What's going on now? Well, essentially, Black Thought announced that he's dropping two new two more projects as well. Um, one is going to be a super group with him, DJ Premier, and Elvis Costello, the 80s pop singer, if I remember his, him right. And then, hold on one second, pull up to the other one. But essentially, he's doing two projects coming up. And, oh, oh one second. It's also going to be with Fife Dog as well for the, for the upcoming project. Okay. So, Ooh. what did y'all think? I think, 
Who around here is a Black Thought fan? Me. Me. Oh. I like it. How dude. about y'all? Are you all? I would say I listen enough to become to be a fan. Oh, okay. I enjoyed his last project a lot. I didn't. I wasn't digging at first though. So who? Elvis Costello and who is the other one? DJ Premier from Gangsta. Okay, okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's. I don't know about Elvis, but him and Fife Dog. I've always liked Fife Dog, man. That nigga, in no, my okay. opinion. Yeah. And album Q-Tip. I apologize. Q-Tip and Fife Dog. No, just Q-Tip. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, I love Trap Called Quest, so I've always loved Q-Tip, just like I was about to say about mm-hmm. Fife Dog. You know, so Q-Tip or Five Dog, but then we know it's Q-Tip. That sounds very interesting to me. Q-Tip has one of those amazing voices Correct. that's so distinctive, and, you know, you know it's him. And, you know, he gives you conscious bars, just like Black Thought. So I'm very excited to hear it. You know, his last project, Streams of Thought, Volume 3, was very good. So hopefully he can stay on this little, you know, world coaster he's on. But I must also admit... Black Thought has dropped some very forgettable albums in the past. It might be taboo with the hip-hop heads. I know niggas will be beating down my door, but in my opinion, he's dropped some very forgettable albums in the past that didn't no one even give a fuck about. So we'll have to see what this one does. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm, I'll give it a shot. Now listen. Especially because like, him with the Mega Project, he's he's been a busy man. All right. Oh, just um, what rabbit wolverines or something? <laughs> Damn, can I do a fucking cookie with my word? <laughs> All right, Rabbit so. Wolverine is maybe a potential title. <laughs> For those at home, Brent just got mad because we ate all the cookies I made. Just kept on snatching. I'm waiting a full pack done, that's why. Okay, okay so moving on to new releases. Um, the Alchemist is dropping The Balancing Act, which is an album coming on December, November 27th. This is after Alfredo, after Lulu with Kanye the Machine, and also a Boldy James album. He has been putting in work all year. Let me snatch one more. That Boldy James album was not good. Though, so. But still, so he has songs featuring Black Thought. Yeah. Sorry. He has songs featuring Black Thought, Gary Clark Jr., Conway the Machine again, wow. Killer Mike, Two Chains. Dave East, Method Man, Jack Harlow, Jada Kiss, and Styles P, Benny the Witcher, the Butcher, Paul Wall, the Witcher, Benny the Green, my boy, uh, Coda the Friend, Blue and Evidence. Um, what are we talking about? This, this is a producer. Album. He's a producer. He's so mean. It's, it's a lot of names on here. So but it's a collaborative album, Brent, yeah. with somebody who makes beats. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did Alfredo. I was naming him earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And CJ Fly uh, as well. And more on here. I have a name. <laughs> the Alchemist <laughs> is one of my favorite producers. He does some of the best 90s boom style beats. It's so good. His instrumentals are hard. boom <laughs> Is that yeah. what that's short for? Boombastic? I'm not sure on that, but I know people call it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why, wait a minute, Kelly? You might break the hole. Is it boom bap or boombastic? Boom bap. But boombastic is a word. She called me Mr. Boombastic. Yes, I know. I so I'm, I'm, I'm short pretty sure maybe Sorry, it is. But, but maybe boom bap is a derivative of boombastic. Kaylin does my original. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> As we do the deep I'm just reiterating it. Like you coming up with it for the first time. Okay, moving on. That's even more corny in my opinion. Boombastic. They call me Mr. Boombastic. Oh, Mr. Boombastic. Come on, hold on. Y'all can't go. I will really. Y'all love hip hop and you don't give it the chance. And you're just like, oh, boom better. Listen, here's the thing. I grew up in, I was born in 1993. 
I don't listen to 80s hip hop whatsoever, and I don't particularly mm. like it. And I don't particularly like <laughs> 90s hip hop, to be honest. Whoa. You do. You're on your own. I don't listen to Jay Z. I didn't like Illmatic. Sorry. Whoa, wait, wait. Why would you bring him up? Don't do that, because that's the best hip hop album ever on creation of Damn. God's green earth. Like, I'm not trying to slide. I'm just saying. Like I always say, I didn't like it. If they're not dressed. So maybe it's. Swinging. Mm-hmm. So maybe Kevin, for me. Kevin's preaching. And they're not dreads and swinging. Kaylin ain't. And, it, this is, and Kevin says these things because he knows he can get a raw out of me. And if I was in my old self back in the day on this podcast, J. Cole I would dreads. take you blow for blow. Migos has dreads. But you know what I'm talking about, nigga. Don't has me dreads. Sir has dreads. Jid uh, has dreads. Shall I go on? <laughs> Now, right. I forgot what the main point was, so take us out. 90s rap. but that's Oh, I don't like 90s rap. That's what I'm saying. What about Tribe Called Quest? Hot take. Don't. I, she it was so versus. older. I was too young. I grew up with late 90s, Trash. 2000s. But like, the, yeah. but the like, early and mid-2000s to me was horrible. Like, from especially from like yeah. 2003 to like 2000. Like, Worst era of rap. Like, mm-hmm. when everyone was in 5XL t-shirts. Were, that was fun. That's no, my culture. It was corny. Ooh, now we see the origin. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying like, I grew up listening to music starting around 2003, 2005. Mm, you were listening to niggas in like oversized Garfield t-shirts. Y'all gonna tell me, Ariel, you were older than me. You gonna tell me Laffy Taffy didn't crank in the in the oh it did in the party? But that's not the conversation that we're talking. Y'all saying how can they saying that crank? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, because they're coming at me saying you as well saying I don't really know hip hop music because I started in the millennial age, right, Brent? Yes. So that's why I'm saying you can't lie to me and say DFOL and stuff and Cry Mob wasn't cranking in the hood. It was, but we're talking about real rap. We're talking about real rap, like rappers. Has no staying power. Gone, gone, gone already. Okay, but that's not my... My basis was this. I don't even remember what the basis was, but it was that... um, Oh, that's why I can say I don't like Illmatic and stuff because it's just not my taste. Y'all was talking about rap. Alchemist. But if you can lead to lean your shoulders back and shoulder shoulder lean and shit like that, you can listen to Illmatic. I tried to listen to Illmatic. (laughs) Sorry. It was very aggressive. It was very something's on my chest. It was very scary a little. (laughs) Would you agree, Brent? Every song is like, and then I'm rapping, and rapping, and then rapping. But no, like, it no. feels like no, it's about to be like laid that. back and smooth on like life's a bitch, and then you die. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I like that song. <laughs> Wait. Uh, no, 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 no. Think about in your face, y'all. Kevin, help me. Remember on Tony Hawk. Dun, 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 dun. We okay, Kaylin. You're <laughs> not done. Okay. Oh, I thought they mixed it with like two minutes and you die. That's why you get hot. No, no, no. Okay, no. at least y'all know what I was. The lyric was right, but the beat was the not that beat. Okay. Yes. I'm done. <laughs> Dracula. All right. So. <laughs> We are now oh. in memory the lane to you, Kaylin. You need to listen to that again with a banging ass system. When you get your ever ear pod, like, I mean your other home pod, link them up, sync them up, and then go off. I 
I was saying AirPod last night, Brent. <laughs> and it sounded a mess. Okay, I'm going to do something with my AirPods on. But J. Cole's favorite but rapper is Nas. How do you respond? I did not like Illmatic. Your favorite I'll rapper's say it again, favorite again, rapper. Again, Could you imagine if you were album too? Yeah, J. Cole, my favorite rapper. It's everybody's favorite album. But that's it's what makes me crazy because like, I didn't see it. Oh, man. Okay, right, next on. case. All right, Kevin, you do this one. I think this is your topic. Actually, it's Kai. How are you feeling, Mr. Kai? I'm, I'm take great. So, um, basically, <laughs> I was listening to the... Um, did we already say we're moving on to culture? Yes. Oh, yes. I thought I did, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, Joe Button has the Joe Button Network, and the first act they signed is the See the Thing is podcast. And um, I was listening to the Black Rukagis podcast. He brought up how they had a segment about how... Excuse me. Two of the women on the podcast would never date a gamer. How um, they feel like they were, it's so corny for a man to be home playing games instead of doing something. like, And just feeling how bad it And one girl was defending it, but for the most part, it was just a bunch of negativity. He went on how the women love themselves, and I'm not going to go on to that because I feel that was kind of rude. But I feel like if women just seem to hate... The woman from the Joe Button podcast. Those oh, okay. Yeah, Mandy... Mandy B. Is one of them dating Rory? Because I saw some comments. And, no. Yeah. no, Rory's engaged. Rory's engaged to a black queen. What's the lady's name? Brandy? All I know is Mandy B. So, Full court problems you talking about, Brent? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And then the other one who used to be on the Joe Button podcast, the lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know her. I was not oh, around yeah. those days. And the other one, her name escapes me. It's yeah. four of them? Or those only three. No, three. We already did it, right? No. no. Okay. All right. But, yeah, pretty much... um. He was just kind of clapping back that like, oh, you know, well, if you, why do women seem to want to take away men's hobbies? And why is it always that, like, basically was, at the end of the message, she was trying to say, so listen, guys, if she tells you to change your life to be like her or to accommodate her lifestyle, then she's not worth it. Mm. But for one, do you think y'all could ever date a gamer? Seeing how, like, me and Kevin are, like, like that you know some personal gamers? Ariel can go first. Yes, of course. I am part gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part black. I'm part, part gamer. I'm part black. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm a full-time gamer. AI or something. I buy gamers. Okay. I want to get these names right. Olivia Dope and Bridget Kelly along Bye with gamer. Brandy. Okay, Brandy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, now, I have to say this. I just can't date no gamer-ass nigga. I'm sorry. It's too cool in it. You don't mean this. <laughs> uh, what about it? They were, they were following me. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I would date a gamer wholeheartedly. I prefer a gamer. I am no longer like attracted to the bad boy swag. Give me the nerdiest oh, nerdies. Jodis poop. Jodis poop. Julia Sanchez. What's his name? Julius? I found you, nigga. <laughs> Mario Gita. Thank you. He is the one you're you describing. Okay. Julius Poop. <laughs> Another Dungeness from Brits. Julius Poop. Please put that on there. Sick. Okay. Absolutely sick. Mario Judah is the nerdiest of the nerd gamers. Hold okay. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you're telling me, Brent, that Julius. Mario Judah. Mario Judah is what I'm describing. The nerdiest of the nerdiest gamers. Yeah. You, you, you go, okay. you go Mario Judah is clearly a theater kid. If you don't yeah. get the way he acts, he is a full theater kid. I had to cuss okay. out my friend basically for um, asking me did my brother listen to Mario Judah. Who the fuck okay. accent? I'm not going to say it on this podcast. Oh, I know who it is. Blank I am. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, 
Uh, I do not okay. like green eggs. No, I don't. <laughs> See, that's a, here's the thing. I don't. I like regular. Like, ooh, this might be toxic. Okay, it's just a preference. Trade carefully. I like a regular man's man, as they would say. That's not politically correct. Trigger. But I. I'm politically but if correct. They, if he was that presenting that on the outside and then the game on the inside, that's great. Certain people, like y'all's friends, some of them I won't say, but they are outwardly weeboo. You know? <laughs> if you are a weeboo only behind closed doors, that works for me. But if you are so outwardly a weeboo, he can like that makes stuff. you Mario G. the nerd, nerd, nerd. He, can't like, he can like the stuff, he just can't actually show it. Yes, and he a great example of it is y'all three. Y'all are like presenting cool, manly men. I ain't a weeboo. No. But like, we were well, animation. But I'm just saying, like, y'all, Brent, like, I got some swag. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, no, but I'm just saying, y'all are nerdy gamer boys on the inside. But if I looked at you, I would just think y'all regular dads. I feel like we, I, me and Kyle, at least, I really show it all the time. Like, no, I, maybe through pins on your shirt. Like, catchy or, band shirts that y'all probably wouldn't notice. Yeah. Like, I have a Miles Morales Spider-Man shirt on right now. <laughs> I'd be speaking <laughs> underneath his champion hoodie. But it, I think, I think you're saying more like, they have to be like some type of like swag. They can't just be like cornballs. Exactly. Which is like y'all, and I could cry on this. Y'all are my perfect man. Regular, regular humans with fun, you know, fun personalities. Now, also, since we're kind of agreeing on this one, then for Kai, Brent, and myself, how would y'all feel if someone really wanted you to change your lifestyle into all basically being a gamer? Like, does it stop it to be with them? Oh, would you do that? Let's say like. Brent, you're married for a That's my wife now. Yeah, like, but she was like, I don't want you to play this stuff at all. Well, I'll say for myself then, one of the things that my like supervisor once told me, because he's also like, he's basically like an older version of me. He was saying how for a long time he had to stop liking video games. Like he didn't play that's that stuff. Fair. He didn't watch anime for like years. So to get a girlfriend, he was like, I'm, yeah, that's how I found my wife because no girl was taking me seriously because I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I personally... I don't want to give up the shit I like. Yeah. I don't should. think that's no, fair. Do that. You should. Fucking like, oh, I have to get like the fucking find a girlfriend. I have to like take down all the shit that I love or not yeah. play stuff just because for someone else's opinion of me. You know how all of them say like, um, you know, girl, you better find your soulmate, find it, and you write down your perfect man, and then you get him or whatever. Like, it should be the same thing for men. Like, you should get everything you want in a woman. So you should not have to hide yourself just because of toxic masculinity, because that's all it is. I have two two things real quick. For for the first thing, I don't believe we your favorite, your perfect man, Caitlin. I gotta see that to believe it. I still think you like gangster thug. Never. Street soldier. No. Like yes, but we I have to I see. Don't. We shall see moving forward. I know the direction you go. Y'all are. I really like. I feel like most girls my age. I know Ariel probably. We're not girls, but we feel that way. Like, we kind of want the regular guy. We don't want the guy who's all in everything, the mixy one. I think y'all are now past, like, the illusion of that. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you yeah. always, like, you're like, yeah, that's always the like, that was a, yeah. and, like, who's going who's gonna to be, like, the, the, yeah, the That was a popular guy in, like, high school the on campus. Yeah. 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 Kill like, he was a douchebag the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I want to harp, harp into the um. Oh, you had a point. Would you date? A, it was the whole thing was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, would, would you stop your life? Or, no. yeah, would you guys like? Would you guys be willing to quit all that type of stuff 
To be with friends to get with some to be with some be with someone. You gonna talk about that? I was just gonna say I don't think that's fair for, for people to give up their hobbies to meet somebody else's needs. Right. Of course the relationships are compromised, but you should be dating somebody who compliments you and you should compliment each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that's a big part of your life and that's something that you like and enjoy doing, mm-hmm. you should be able to find somebody who is okay with that. But it doesn't mean that you should take advantage of that and literally just game all the time and give no one attention. Like yeah, that's, that's not even a good. Yeah. That's I wanted to answer YouTuber. Right. Like, yeah. the, I mean, obviously you're in a relationship. You have to give something, but you shouldn't have to give up your whole self for it. Yeah, you're coming. Y'all ain't too deep to be finding some woman and trying to change y'all out of that. It's it's too far yeah. now, too deep in the game. So yeah, you should not. Right, you shouldn't stand for it. And, yes. and like that's like what women do all the time as well. Like you know how the whole. Um, Lovecraft Country episode when Hippolyta was like, I shrunk myself for you. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. people need to stop making, like, getting rid of what they want to do just because they're married or just because, just anything. Like, it's all about you. Like, focus on yourself as well. I want to say, like, I consume game media the most out of everything. I play video games, I watch I videos on video games, I read first. on video games. Like, it's a game. I don't play. I don't watch a lot of TV. Like, mm-hmm. I watch maybe three shows a year. I can honestly say. Mm-hmm. I don't really like. I watch movies that often, unless it's like specifically something. I spend most of my time playing games. That means I would have to literally get rid of all of my entertainment. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, the music I listen to, some of it is game music. Some of the movies, like the shows I watch, are from video games, or like YouTube videos, are about games. Mm-hmm. That's literally a part of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like in general, I can't imagine myself genuinely giving up. Like, I, like I've said like last year, like um, the thing I'm so thankful for was you know pro wrestling and how much I love that. Like, if I even if like you don't have to enjoy it with me, I don't need a girl that's gonna sit there watching and watch and go oh like I'm going or crazy. fucking play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I don't need anything like that. Like, I just want someone to not just be like you're still playing games and you're 29. Like, like, that's the only thing I'm, like, concerned about. Like, I just like everybody has to have an out, uh, like, an outlet. Like, yeah. if games is your outlet, sure. But so, if if you can't, if you're buying games and not taking care of your family, then that's another thing. It's no different from watching movies, except you're playing the movie. That's what games are these days, yeah. you know, really to that extent. If you, like, binge-watching Game of Thrones with your significant other or something, it's the same thing some of these games are, except you're playing through the, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. But my wife and I, we, we were in a different type of situation, though, because when she met me, I wasn't into gaming. I was just regular, regular Brent, whatever I was into back then, the, Beer the stuff, Brent. the shit. But then, along the way, um, some stuff happened through Kevin and Kai. I seen some things I really liked. Gaming, gaming got to a point where it was beautiful, and I said, I got to get back in this thing. So I got my PS4 Pro. And then I started getting into it heavy. And then with this 5 even coming out, I see myself getting into it even more and more heavier. Because now I'm with Kevin. I'm watching the YouTube videos now. I'm watching gaming you know, content like that on a regular and playing as well. So I have to remember to you know, work on balance where, you know, yeah, when work is done, when I have free time, I want to run right to the game. But I know... You know, my wife, she's of course isn't always a fan of that. We all we have to find balance and make time for each other as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys gotta remember, you know, in Ariel, you know, you say you want a guy, I don't mind if he's a gamer. 
you know, sometimes gaming can be is not sometimes. If they're really a gamer, it's very time consuming. It can be six hours by himself. It can. But yeah. I also don't but care. I understand that. Like I, really I have done those I myself. like to have fun and do stuff too. And my thing is, it, I don't want to be up under you. Play the game. But I mean, I guess sometimes. If they plan every night till six or uh, twelve o'clock in the morning, maybe sometimes you want some love or something. Yeah, but that's one thing. Like it's like the way I feel like people just treat this hobby is like you it's such some weird, creepy nerd like basement dolly monster. But it's like like do you really want a nigga that fishes for six hours with his boys and doesn't even catch him, just throws them back into the water? Mm. For fuck, to keep it fuck. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. I, or I drive around in circles doing like fucking donuts all day in my car. That's a good point. There are worse alternatives, all right? Going out with your friends to the clubs all night, strip clubs, or wherever else, hanging out Party, all night. Yeah, that's why, home, yeah, that's why I want a nurse. Coming home, be outside. blood face drunk, almost killing people and himself on the way home, you know? Going, oh, I got so many girlfriends too. I want to hang out with my girlfriends this time. We having drinks, you know, at the happy hour after work late into the night in, in some instances. So there, there are many, you know, worse scenarios out there. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a gamer guy, don't take it away from your significant other or take it away from yourself because you have one. Just, you know, find somebody else. Also, Break up with him, as they say. Before we leave this topic, I just want to say this. Joe Button, I, I probably were starting some. This is the worst podcast I ever listened to. <gasps> These women have nothing interesting to say oh, ever. They or don't. Never once have they had anything good to say. Kai, your tone this, is so interesting. This, 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 was, this was real bad. Well, this was interesting. Maybe so they're taking a turn. I think so it's Joe not as good as mine, our podcast? I think genuinely we are way more entertaining than them. Really? Like, even, I was looking at the, Also, they did this really weird topic about... um. Some male singer who, his wife accused him of raping him, raping her, and then it was proven that she lied, and they, when she went to court and lost, mm. and she admitted to lying, they still somehow tried to flip it on him. What? And it was just like, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're just getting in that whole bag of, I hate women who hate men. Why do y'all get so mad when women hate men? That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> anyway. She was saying, they were saying, yeah, um, like saying like even she though, was on the woman is the woman's side. No, just saying like. Even though you said he lied, but you could not admit you. Sometimes you could forget that, or sometimes you could, like they were rationalizing any time of, even if you said you were lying, you oh, were telling my, the truth. Somebody. But that's my question to you: is why do men care when we say stuff like that? I just thought it was insane to hear someone say, even if she made it to lying, it's still the man's fault. <laughs> okay. I was just very surprised to hear someone something like that dumb come from someone's mouth. Listen, it, I don't know. I thought they had a good chemistry when I seen them in the Instagram stuff, but uh, maybe they are boring. I don't like their setup. I don't, did they gotta be the Joe Budden podcast like women style? They They're literally that. Two I sitting on the really sofa, sick. one, one on the sitting stool. on the stool. Like, come on now. That's like, sick to me. Have your own. Yeah, have your own style, your own ideas, your own shit. You know that you want to do. And I wonder, are they really friends too? Watching them sometimes, I wonder. How did they get together? Because I know Mandy has her thing with Wheezy. Mm-hmm. Horrible decisions, which I hear they don't even friends like each other. But the they podcast don't? works. That's what the word is on the street. What? Yes. On other podcasts, when Wheezy is not with Brandy, she has some spicy things to say. And like the Andrew Schultz and the Charlemagne's and all them. And even the Rory's bring it out of Wheezy some. But that's another story. But, so I wonder how Brent they be. Deep. You are. Brent might be the most industry of the group. But go ahead. Oh, it's definitely you. Go ahead. Yeah, you're. We'll, we'll have to talk another day. Maybe on um top day. Go ahead. 
Whoa. Well, anyway. But anyway, I just wonder <laughs> if they were just like created and put together through Joe Button. Is, is he like, oh, you know, Bridget Kelly, who I think is like the leader. She's like the like the Joe Button of the podcast. Like, is she the leader? And, you know, the other girl is on. They're both on the sofa, like Rory and Joe. And then the one girl's on the stool, like um, Maul. So it was just very corny to me, the setup. Yeah. Well, we got to keep on moving. Um, I, I don't know. I have to listen for myself to see if they're bad or not. But, yeah. They might have, They might not have chemistry, man. Yes. All right. Next case. Euphoria is coming out with two new episodes in December, streaming on HBO Max. I am very excited. Yes, this is not season two, but it's just a... Um, uh, special, Continuation, yeah. Basically, like, mini movies for the, for the episode. For I, the season. I gotta say it again. Less dicks, some more vaginas, and maybe some rude titties. Yeah. So, yeah, first episode is supposed to be called Episode Rude. So, it might be maybe a, a prequel right before she passed out the first time. That would mean ha- had her first OD. Like, the month right before that, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Like, how she was in school and stuff before everyone, like, was all like, oh, are you, like, depressed? What's going on with you? I want to see more of her before her dad died as well. Mm-hmm. She was, like, nine, though. I know. I only want to see the depressed room. Or her with talking with the old black guy. More. And listeners, Kaj is fucking up this damn stir fry in front of my face, making me hungry again when I <laughs> thought I was good. Like, oh my goodness. But next case, Caitlin, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you add that? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Next, Netflix is going to remove Chappelle. Well, they have already removed The Chappelle Show by Dave Chappelle's request because he doesn't get any um, money from the show. So they moved it for him. Yes, um, he did a stand. There's a stand up right now that he has on his IG. It's about 18 minutes long. I recommend everyone at the table, and I recommend all our listeners listen to it. Uh, to make the long story short, he's not getting paid for the Chappelle Show streaming on HBO Max and on Netflix. So Netflix is on his side. He actually works for Netflix right now because all of his new stand-up comedy is released on Netflix. So Netflix removed, you know, the Chappelle show off. And Dave is, is begging all of his fans. If he said, if you've ever liked me ever, don't watch the Chappelle show. I'm begging you not to watch it until they pay me. He drops the mic and walks off. Yeah. All right, anybody got thoughts on that before we move on to the next topic? I think it's really brave in this comment to do that from Netflix. Comment? <laughs> I wasn't going to laugh for a minute. I wasn't. I heard it, but Brent just has to. Because um, this is a serious thing for them to do because like, it just kind of shows that they really believe in Dave and how he's doing good for them. And it's cool to see a major corporation stand up like that for your people. Yeah, absolutely. One second. Mm-hmm. Um, so next case. Kevin, bring us in. Oh, Summer Walker is pregnant. And I said on this very podcast a while ago that she was pregnant. And then I had to rebunk myself and say, oh, no, debunk myself and say <laughs> that. No, 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 no. Re-bunk. I, I may rebunked. So, so listen, I had to come on here and say, oh, I'm debunked. She said she's not pregnant. Everybody's saying she's not pregnant. Now I've been rebunked. Because now, now it is official. I was right all along. We should name the podcast Rebunked. I like yeah. that as well. 
So the only um, thing interesting out that was I that told y'all niggas basically is what I'm trying to say. The only thing interesting I saw is the fact that she tucks her shirt in her underwear. Yeah. I'm not sure if y'all Summer Walker is a weird person. What? Well, that's not that's not that nonsense. The, the picture that but she had like a, one. a belly. Reason? A recent picture oh, of her yeah. being pregnant. <laughs> London's behind her and she has her shirt tucked into her underwear. Oh. So, very strange. but did she ever announce back to the public we're together? So it's London on Track's baby. Oh, oh, of course, Probably. yeah. But she, but well, the last yeah, time we really talked about her is us saying on this she very pod up. that they broke up. So did she come back and say, I'm back with London, yo? No, I think the first London-related post she made was him, was him going... Number one with that Ariana track, because he posted his page and she shared the post on her Instagram story, and I was like, "Oh, oh she's, she's supporting him, him again." And then all of a sudden, I just saw him back in the kitchen behind her twerking butt or something. Mm. That's what they be posting. <laughs> That's what they be posting. Okay. Next. Was he twerking? Nicki Minaj is getting an HBO series on her, um, I guess, her life and her journey to motherhood. Right. Right, That's Ken- your cue. Kendall, Re- replay this. So, as the closest thing to a barb at this table, I am definitely going to be watching this show. Um, I don't give a fuck about her husband, that petty nigga, but I love Onika. I think this is going to be hilarious. I want to see what she does with the baby. Her baby, not the new baby, not the baby, but her new baby. I want to see what she does with this baby, and yeah, I'm going to be tuning in. I just don't want to hear it because I don't want her Queen Radio bragging about the numbers it did and talking. And you just don't want to hear. And I had 50 million streams. I am the real barb at this table. Everybody knows I've been listening to Nicki Minaj since the ninth and 10th grade. And I believe that this will be her chance to have her life is but a dream moment where she shares her journey to superstardom and her transition and evolvement, evolving into a mother. And I want to see the baby boy. I will be watching as well. I think it will be very entertaining. All right. Next case. Jeremiah. Jeremiah is recovering well. We said prayers up, and I've really been praying up as well for Jeremiah to recover, and he hasn't been moved from ICU to out of ICU. And also, the woman, Saudia, from Country Cooking, she's doing well as well. And we say we want prayers up to everyone who is dealing with COVID-19, and we hope that you pull through. Mm-hmm. Next case. Brent watched the fr- the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion, so he has a hot take for us. Fresh Prince. The French Prince will be so much more funnier. Yo, I was trying to. I tried my best to get through this shit. And then I can't say French Prince. French Prince could be the name. The French Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> I just imagine Will with a mustache. When we said Prince, I immediately thought of an alternate scenario. Like, this shit is hilarious. That's the title, French Prince. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Yes. So, speaking of HBO Max, HBO Max. HBO Max is going off this year. They hosted the um, reunion for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I recommend if you give a fuck about the Fresh Prince, 
you get a fuck about Will Smith, um, I recommend everyone at this table watch it. I ever recommend all of our viewers, our listeners, watch it. It's it pulls at your heartstrings. It's kind of sad. It's funny. It's very well put together. Um, you know, they talk about James Avery, who's Uncle Phil. So that's the sad part. You know, they, they really do that well. And it's a little sad as well when Will speaks to Janet Hubert. You know, that's dark skin Aunt Vivian. Um, they do a one-on-one, and she didn't hold back no punches. I thought a lot of times these reunions, people play nice, and they tiptoe around the issues. She went in. She asked him, you know, Will, like, why would you go so far to, like, ruin my name, pretty much, is what she asked him. By telling them, that, you know, all the white executives, that it's hard, that I'm um, hard to work with. And, you know, she says that's the death kiss in this industry, especially back then, when you say a black woman is difficult to work with. You know, because she was dealing with stuff at home that the people on the set didn't know about. She was pregnant. She was being abused. So she came back on set. And, you know, she admitted she would take some of that out on set. And so Will took that as, oh, she don't like me. So he went and told everybody, she don't like me, you know, she got to go kind of pretty much and told the executives that she's hard to work with. The executives in turn went to Janet when it was time to re-up her contract on the third season, offered her a terrible contract, less money, and said, if you work with us on this show, you can't do nothing else. You can't have any appearances anywhere else. So, of course, she said, that's a terrible contract. She turned it down. And so they turned right to her and said, well, we're going to, you know, recast your role. And they did just that. And she said she couldn't find work anywhere else. And it really ruined her career. But they really had true healing on that show. I really believe they forgave each other. They hugged each other. They embraced so well. And um, it was really genuine, it looked like. And um, I recommend everyone watch it. Kaylin, you have something to say about Alfonso? Oh, sure. I heard that Alfonso did not want to be in the room filming when Dark Skin on Viv came out. Mm. Tell me a little bit about that, Brent. I didn't catch this, but my mom said she caught it because we all watched it together. My mom said that everybody hugged Janet Hubert, Dark Skin and Viv. Everyone hugged her, even Light Skin and Viv, except Alfonso, who's Carlton. Mm. So... You know, mm. Will Will said it's been 27 years since he spoke to Janet and since he seen her. So for Alfonso, if this is true, for him to hold on to her grudge for 27 years, for a woman who, like, she didn't, like, kill your mother or nothing. She didn't spit in your face. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, from what I hear, she didn't spit in your face. You know, like, so... You the way Brenton's mother, by the way. For you to hold mother. this this grudge for this twenty seven years is really fucking ridiculous in my opinion. So I of course I don't know what happened, but I just feel like Carlton, you need to let that shit go if you know, if that is the case. I have a t- hot take. Mm-hmm. Did it take for Will to be in fucking quarantine to finally wanna settle it with dogs to get on Viv? Or was this pre produced? It was waiting for a good contract for them to do a deal. Yeah, like yeah. Well, like, really interesting timing, Will. True, but I feel like... He needed to bounce back after the entanglement stuff, so he was hurting down bad, so he... Well, the blacks are already criticizing him on Twitter, saying that, um, they were saying that he made the whole situation and flipped it around to where he was the victim. He they did. made try. Yeah. They said he was trying to show off 
Is that a bug? Yeah. Oh, okay. Showing off like that. What is happening? <laughs> Woe is me. Anyway, all right. Yeah, like he didn't know she was going through all that. Yeah, it was kind of that, like I said in the original recording, that <laughs> I wish he would have took a little bit more accountability in this thing. But still, even though, even past that, they had true healing, I feel like. I feel like they really forgave each other and they moved on. So that's what I'm fine with. They can really move on. But I also wanted to mention everybody was beautiful. Everybody looks great. Mm-hmm. Hillary looks great. And I mentioned again, Big Titty, she still looks like the same old Hillary. Mm-mm. Tatiana Ali is beautiful, getting thick with those kids she had. They All right, great. so the next topic is T.I. makes a bold claim suggesting that women don't really want a faithful man. Yeah. That women just want a man who has all the girls and a man who, you know, looks like you can't get him. Like, oh, my God, he's so powerful. Like, that's why I like him, that he has a lot of um, attention on him. What do y'all feel about that? So, I know y'all are going to disagree. I kind of, I'll play devil's advocate, and I kind of can say, like, I do kind of see that sometimes. Like y'all were saying, so you kind of want a man's man. You want... Like, what I mean by that, I'm going by stereotypical. You want everyone, like, all the guys want to be him and all the women want to be with him. I do kind of feel like when it comes to that, though, guys become more popular the minute they get in a relationship. I feel like the minute you get with somebody, that's when every single girl texts you, Talks hey, you. how have you been? Literally, though, it's always like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, there's a, it's always like, it kind of can see it like that. I don't 100% agree with it, but I can kind of feel like not every single person wants that. But I do feel like everyone wants to be desired. Everyone probably wants their partner to be desired. Because okay. no one, like, it would be kind of weird if no one thinks your significant other is hot but you. No, that's not it, though. But I can like, see it. Only one, ex- anyway. I think T.S. People were saying that he was trying to make an excuse for, you know, why it's easy for people like him to fall into temptation because so many women are coming at them. Simply for the like the sake of conquest. No, I'm also t- saying this out of context. Monster Hunter Ti is a fucking clown. Who cares? What okay, next case. So the breakfast. I, I love playing off a of Kai on this. Kai, were you done getting your shit off? Oh, yeah, get it off. I thought we said. Okay. Second take. Last take. Right. That was What's last. What's it called? Um, it's just that. I just thought T.I. really is, like you said, is trying to excuse his stupid fucking behavior. I'm just sick of this man, honestly. He just drives me up the wall. You know, Bruce about to say something. He leaned in like that. <laughs> yeah. T.I., I just keep wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt because there's so much shit that I agree with that he says as far as for the black community, making it better, like, you know, making politicians do shit that helps, you know, us. I agree with that. But then on social issues, he says so much stupid shit after stupid shit after stupid shit. Like I said, from looking at 19-year-olds, what? Hymans, her daughter, his daughter, looking at 19-year-old Hymans, checking them, to telling niggas in Atlanta, don't wear a mask because that makes you look like you're scared of the corona. All you got to do is drink some hot tea and it'll kill it. And then just when I think that's the dumbest shit he could say and it's over, he comes back again with this stupid shit. You know, generalizing all women, stereotyping women, saying that they all are this way, when that's not true. I found a wife who's not like that. There are other two women in this room on this podcast, who don't feel that same way, you know. And mm-hmm. um, to generalize like that is not correct. Right. Though, are there many who do like men like that? Yes, maybe there are. But they still got some growing to do, in my opinion. But 
it's not correct to say everybody. So, you know, just be a little smarter, T.I. You're too old for this shit. Pick your words better since you have such a big fucking vocabulary, nigga. And then maybe, you know, you can you can explain shit a little better next time. Next case. All right. Next case. So, uh, oh, the Breakfast Club got a chance to interview former president uh, Obama, Barack Obama. Big clown. I was about to say Donald <laughs> Trump. But um, Barack got on there and he said... That I didn't listen to the interview. I listened to the interview. Uh-oh. Very good interview. I feel like everybody Fuck should listen to it. Hurt. Obama's very smart. Of course, he's a very smart man. And they asked good questions. They didn't pussyfoot around him. So how big you meet? What? Is that all? No, Charlamagne said, is that all you? <laughs> and a great sweatpants? Is that all you? Wow. Go back to the doc. Every time he interviews someone, he always says how big that dick is. That's a joke. Well, they they got down to some serious topics. Tack, you know, ask him how he feels when he hears so many black people say Obama didn't do anything for the black community, and uh, of course, you know, he, my Obama answered that, and uh, they talked a lot about the book, which sounds really good. I might buy the audible version of the book. I don't do much reading nowadays, but I like hearing my content, so um, I might buy that version because uh, it sounds like he does a lot of teaching about filibusters and you know talking about politics and all the shit that goes on in um in the um senate and in the um the uh, congress and all that type of stuff so that interests me a little bit in these days and i want to hear from his perspective he talks about his family life with michelle very good interview i recommend our listeners listen to it and you know anybody who cares about that type of shit great i want to listen to it yeah um but i'm glad they got it as cinnamon said as caitlin said earlier okay so what? Kaylin said earlier, she's glad the Breakfast uh, Club got there. That's what my hot take was. Oh, I was goes. waiting for my chance. Oh, okay. Yes, I am glad that they got that interview. Like, that's a big step for them. They went from interviewing literally like Monique. <laughs> now I'm using Monique as a bad choice. Anyway, they went from interviewing low-level people like Onyx and stuff, and now they're interviewing Barack Obama. That's great for them. I think that's a great um, representation. So, next case. Yeah, after the interview, they said that. Charlemagne and um, Envy were talking, and Charlemagne was like, man, you know, we've come a long way. Charlemagne was like, we've come a long way from me, you know, sniffing seats and talking about sucking farts out of people to now interviewing the, you know, the last president of the United States. Right, so it is kind of, um, it's inspirational, Mm -hmm. you know, to think, like, we could come from... You know, talking about big titties and fleet and paint and all the stuff we talk about <laughs> and sucking cock and whatever. Whoa! Whatever. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Whatever, well, whatever else I was talking about earlier. No, I don't. We can, it shows that you can go from there to talking to Mr. President You're right, Obama. Right. You're so right. It is very inspirational but for a black media outlet as well. But again, I didn't watch, but uh, apparently he said, I guess I did. I saw the clip on Shade Room. He said he gives Drake the go-ahead to play him in a biopic. That wasn't in the interview. Oh, well, how yeah, do I don't know when he said that. That could be fake news, but I sent an article <laughs> to our group chat about that. Y'all saw it, right? Yeah. So, yeah okay. Help me out here. So, um, what are your thoughts on it? Um, that's just like saying, hey, handsome guy, you should play me in a movie. Look, nothing alike. Uh, maybe. Drake, Drake looks like Obama. a lot of weight. 
Obama what? is nothing. nothing Drake would have to lose weight. Obama no. is slim. So Drake don't look like Obama in the face. I know, but they they um plastered a picture of them together. Check it out in the group chat. You gotta look alike. No, it don't look alike. It looks ridiculous. It makes you laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, can Drake? Act? Oh, oh. What's that show called? Degrassi? No, I gotta see him nowadays, okay? I don't know. And that's not real acting. Degrassi ain't real acting. I need to see you now if you can, you know, do the voice. of our lives for us Can Drake do the voice? No. Obama's voice? No. I don't mm-hmm. think That's so. a good take, but he, he does might. have. Well, you know, you know. But we all Obama. does know. We all do know he has a lot of range well, in his voices and singing voices. He can be Obama for like SNL. Like, all right, he doesn't need to be Obama. <laughs> yeah, Next you're case, right, Kevin. <laughs> y'all, we don't need to do what we're thankful for, right? Nope. No. All right. Next. Hold case. up. Why not? Oh. That was my topic. My wife, my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> my new sound system. That's so funny. Yes, <laughs> clips audio. I'm thankful for Moses. Somebody's like, no. <laughs> I am thankful. I want to say what I'm thankful for real quick, that we are not sick. We are doing well in the pandemic. You know, we are still able to, you know, make money and keep our bills going and, um, like I said, not be sick and and celebrate this holiday. So I'm thankful for that. And my PlayStation 5, absolutely I'm thankful for that. And my wife, like you just, like Kyle just said. I love my wife. (laughs) I love love my my wife. wife. (laughs) Right. And it wasn't in that order, just you know. Yes, it was the same order. Not in that order, yeah. Just saying. Right, you want. So, okay, Arrow said yes, I'll just say this. I'm thankful for this podcast and how it brings us together weekly. And we just in two years. Yes, woohoo! We started on. Yeah, a round of applause. Wow, that's amazing. We started on Black Friday of 2018, and here we are. We've been almost going every week. We yeah. lost one black. We, we missed a couple, but. <laughs> Just one black. Oh, it's a double time. So then we go from six cousins to six blacks. Up, you know. <laughs> no, wait, I, I, you're done. You're done. I you're can done. explain. The Yo, bar. if her name was six blacks, that would be sick. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't forget what President Joe Biden said. You ain't right oh, for me. Oh, God. Why? You ain't right for this. All right, cut. That's what we put me off the block. You're cut. I'm going to touch her. You're cut. That's a good one. You're cut. All right, next topic. You're going to jail, period. Period. is going to jail. I'm only putting him in there because of his diss track. Well, his response to King Vaughn being shot in Atlanta. Where he basically just tried to do his own self-defense. Where he should have just shut the fuck up. And in the lyrics he said, Blood on your brother on the ground. Going to pick your mans up. Damn right we screaming self-defense. He should never put his hands on me. Look at this footage. That's all the evidence. See them pussy niggas should have ran up on me. Who the fuck said I was hiding? I'm still riding around with them bands on me. In second right of the street, I ain't never had no show inside the A. Basically, he just... And he's trying to say the song in like support of his friend who shot King Vaughn. And this is the worst type of thing to put out before you go to court. Oh, God. Like, your friend's on a fucking, what's it called, case for murder. And you have a song that lyrically says, pick your man's body up off the ground. Oh, yeah, my friend did shoot your friend. Ha, ha, ha. So it's over for you. But yeah, big loud. Yeah, Timmy Turner's done. So y'all think he gonna get some smoke coming? Yeah, Timmy right? Turner's done. Oh, 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 he's definitely got Timmy some Turner. Smoke, but his friend's name is Timmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay, Timmy. I want to add something in real quick because we're close to music. There's the Soul Train Awards this Sunday. Music. Brent, set your DVR. 
Okay. Moses Sumney will be performing. Really? Yeah. He Liz actually posted himself. Actually, just dropped that. That's right actually amazing. I'm is Lizzo gonna win but anything? But y'all, it's not a main performance, Brent. So calm down. What is it? It's one of them when they on this on the stage in between the sets. Oh, that's some these are bullshit. so much better. That's fucking ridiculous. But y'all, the fact that he's nominated in that well, not that's nominated. true though. But the fact that he's there and given that space, let's give him a hand clap. I I agree because yeah. Anderson came up after after this. Yes, the and Lucky Day, Brent, yeah. and somebody else. Queen Aja was But they don't really deserve Moses. Soul Train don't deserve Moses. They don't. No, but Soul Train be... Ha- we gotta look up the Soul Train, y'all. Brent, come on. Can you get on the case and we can talk about that a little later on? Some of the um, perform- nominations? Yeah. Okay, On great. this part now or no, later? not this part. Yeah. Not this part. But it'll be over. Okay, no. Okay, wow. All right. So that's it for our... Going to jail. Going to jail period. All right. Sick it's and shut for the sick and shut Hey, it's, it's time, time for the sick and shut Hey, it's time, time for the sick and shut Sick and shut Stop me. Why? I'm doing the one B. I'm not doing the B. Yes, I was. Go ahead, Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the sick and shut because we know everybody in this world is not doing well. Some people are really struggling. Some people, depending on their situation, we might need to pray for them. Or depending on their ailment, some people might need to be laughed at. And some people might need to be rebuked, depending on what their situation is. And so let's look at the list and see what's going on this time. So everybody may not know, the American Music Awards happened this past week. It came on. And it's fucking sick and shut in. Damn. I'm sick of the fucking bullshit from these fucking award shows fucking shit up. I'm so happy I didn't watch this shit. I didn't give them a view. I didn't give them a Nielsen's rating credit because they're sick and shutting. Do y'all know who won the award for favorite album of a soul or R&B performer? No, but give me the category. Give me the contestants and I'll give you a guess. Okay. I and I might the, need to repeat it back just so that I can remember it. Shit, I ain't get the who the category people. Oh, are. then you can just tell us. That then. might be I'll hard. Yeah, I gotta go back. Favorite R&B and soul performer. Doja Cat. Ha ha ha. That's what stemmed from that conversation that me and you had, Kai, I thought. Weren't we talking about people who said that um, they shouldn't be nominated for stuff? Oh, um, oh, so maybe not. Yeah, okay, but, go ahead. Um, she's not an R. She, she even R and B. Right. That's group. the point. Yeah, R and B and soul. Doja Cat. About general genre in general. Oh, this okay. is pop. That, that is just pop. Thank you. There's nothing soul or R and B about this. She has no fucking right. No is it fucking for the album. Can I? Can I just debunk all this? Is it for right the now? album or is it for a song? Performance. It says artist. No, best artist. Oh, for R and B and soul. Yes. Girl, you can't be debunked with artists. How you going to debunk that? This is an award show that's voted by fucking fans. Of course, this was gonna happen. She shouldn't oh, have been nominated, it's though. Wise. It's been voted. voted well, Brent has, has a point, Ariel. Brent has a point. I understand. Yes. I understand. But oh, if all know. these results that that's supposed to come up are going to be based off Twitter votes and people who stand or spam the website. I can't believe she still has stands at this point. No. After the White. scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still believe Show that. Showing feet in racial chat rooms. Showing her ass in Rachel chat rooms. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anything else about the AMAs, Brent? 
Yeah, fuck them because it's the stupidest shit. I mean, you're right. You brought up a great point. The people on Twitter vote, but still she shouldn't be nominated because I promise you, I promise you for God, on top of everything I know, if Doja Cat was purely white, all the way white, white on white, there's no way she would be on this. She would be nominated for this. So that's why it's bullshit. That's what makes me so fucking mad about this. Because she was making the same fucking songs and look like Taylor Swift. Then she would be purely in the pop category and the other categories. Just because she has a shade of black in her, they put her in this fucking category. It's her anyway, so who cares? Yeah. So if she won, it's sad. AMAs are sick and shutting. And they are being rebuked. So, do you think it wasn't even worth watching? Oh, I didn't watch the shit at all. No, oh, it's not worth watching. I had watching. Area, I'm like, oh, shoot, should we have watched the AMAs? No. I didn't know if we missed any good performances. You didn't miss shit. The Did Lil thing... Baby perform? I thought, I thought he performed. I don't know. I would have wanted to see that. Well, no thank you. There, okay. were, th- there were three nominees. Oh. Hmm? This makes me mad. Um, the Weeknd's. And Summer Walker. <gasps> Summer Walker should have won. She Period. beat her. She beat Summer Walker <laughs> for R&B and Soul. Yes. That's it. Somebody who raps like this. And with the with that, with that, with that. <laughs> That's it. You know what, Brent? You deserve to cuss for that one. Yeah. Fuck them. That was terrible. All right. Next so, case. next on the second shot in, Lil Boozy got shot. Y'all in the leg. Lil Boozy is sick and shutting. He's being prayed for. Not laughed at or nothing else because they're talking about his leg might need to be amputated. I feel like they should know by now if it needs to be amputated. Or no, not. he's home. His face leg is not amputated. Oh, okay. Okay. His leg was being he he recorded his mom massaging his foot, mm-hmm. so showing his foot is back. Well, we don't know if he has feeling in it. Well, it's she was connected. rubbing it. That shows <laughs> How does that show anything about his rubbing feeling? a dead foot is? She might be trying to simulate nerve function and have it come back. It may just be really terribly responsive right now. Wow. <laughs> just like when you rub the dick, when you're trying to get it to come back. All right, next case. A little boozy. We are praying for you. Haven't done that. All right. Okay. Um, Bad Bunny is sick and shunning. <laughs> he tested positive for the COVID-19. Not Bad Bunny. Okay. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Well, just I hope go. Just go. He recovery to bad. You trying to say that's how I said it? No, that's, no, how, that's how he, he says sounds. it. Oh. He says his name like that, right? Bad Bunny. Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny. He Bunny. say like that. Bad Bunny. No. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Okay, All right. guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I said it like that, y'all. But anyway, he has COVID. Yeah, he tested positive. Someone put just this on here. I didn't. He spent an award for being one of the best band singers just recently. I'll put that back up. One okay, sec. That's all. Yeah, that's all. So Can I also up. add one more people? Yeah, some more people? Some of the Ravens who also tested positive oh for word. Corona. You're First right. of all, our season's over. That's sick and shit. Yeah, they, they suck. But <sighs> J.K. Dobbins, the, the nigga from Ohio State, my mm. best player. Love him. Humphreys. He tested positive for Corona. Oh, I and Mark Ingram and everybody. Mm-hmm. Second shot in Chicago. Rudy Giuliani for sweating like a whore in church Ooh. and having the Beijing slide on his face. That would be a second shot. How did I miss him? <laughs> yeah, Brent, you missed him. <laughs> Very well, Kai. Coming in the clutch. Not even Fuck a political Rudy topic. Giuliani. Giuliani looks a fucking mess. I was mess. telling Brent, I thought I was telling you that um, Chris Cuomo was going off and he was like, y'all should be glad that everybody was watching 
Rudy Giuliani's um, Beijing fall. Because <laughs> if you were actually listening to what he said, then you would have realized he had no claim for the voter fraud. So he was supposed to be there, like, um, talking about it, like, mm-hmm. how they have proof on voter fraud. Mm-hmm. And no one was paying attention because they was looking at the Beijing. But he said he wasn't, he wasn't making no sense anyway. So he should be glad that was a scandal. Oh, he looks like one of Satan's top generals himself. Oh, okay. In the face. He looks like, okay. you know, represent the lollipop kids. That's what he looked like. The he also put on those dead-looking hands. Huh? That's been a while. Yeah, we've already talked about that. So I'm putting on there. He looks worse, like death himself. But worse yeah. than the hands was his lip. His lip looked like it was about to fall off. Mm. <laughs> okay. They are being rebuked. Okay? Never hopefully to be seen from again. Mm. So, all right, y'all. That's yeah. who's sick and shutting this week. <laughs> Thanks for death. listening. Um, so I'm just kidding. Okay, this last one is Ariel, bring me in. This week in the S's. This week in the S's where we discuss science, sex, or society. Destiny's not here today, so I'm going to step in and give you a week in the S's. So there is a new app out, y'all. It's called Clubhouse. It is basically chat rooms that are audio only, where people can have different discussions in each room. Kevin and Kai would know about this, right? Yeah. You know how chat rooms work and stuff. But this is just audio chat rooms. Um... And what's interesting about the app is that everyone can't have a profile right now. You have to be invited by someone. And um, it started surfacing on Twitter by people like just mentioning Clubhouse in there. And then they would say like, oh my God, I was just in a room with Meek Mill. He just gave me some gems. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So the only reason why people have the app is because they were nominated by friends who were invited by somebody else. Now, that's the part of the society. I wanted to talk about that because I brought it up to Ariel that what if this whole thing is a, um, a like a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> like a social experiment to see how if a new app comes out, how big it can get just through word of mouth. What do y'all think about that? Because it's very invite only. It's exclusive. You can't get it unless you've been invited. I don't think it's really reckoning because I really I don't hear anyone talking about it. Really? I mean, I feel like... I'm not in that corner of the type of Twitter. It's, that's it's where like, it is. It's like in black Twitter, like Joe Button Twitter, Mandy, Full Court Prompt, um, Scotty Beam Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like the, I guess you could say like influencers, the black creators. Mm-hmm. That's who it mainly is on there anyway, creative people. But, no, no, um, no, no, no. Tell the real truth. Your niggas I'm going to get to the next out. part. I'm going to get to the next part. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know what y'all feel about my thought on how the social experiment Kevin gave his opinion. Or do you really think it's just like, they kept saying, we're in beta right now. So you are just trying it out. You're probably just in beta. But I think this is like, they want to see how big it grows. This also might not be something that y'all just are used to with tech stuff. But mm-hmm. betas are very common, so... That people be talking to, like, talking about in an underground group? Yeah, especially for, like, games and stuff like that. Like, I, I've been, like, we encountered the original Overwatch launch beta, stuff like that. Like, it's the thing that, on the note, like, or I was in one game called Spellbreak, like, a year ago. And I had no one to talk to you about it, because no one knew about it. So you were in a group? Yeah. So no. I just talked to you about that for a little bit. Yeah, y'all are misunderstanding each other, I think. Yeah, no, I, I was saying, like, saying this is the like beta a, of an app. Yeah, like, we're testing the app, so you're all test servers, and yeah, I want y'all just to work together. I think you guys want the audio aspect of it. Okay. But then, yeah, it's not about talking, talking about But the concept of the... New games. 
No, I'm talking. Well, I'm saying the concept of a beta is not like a new, a new yeah. revolutionary thing. I just didn't know it was like that for apps, like to be having Big Joe Button and Meek Mill on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it's a bigger thing going on. I could just be a conspiracy theorist. Brent, do you have an opinion? <clears throat> no, this is my first time hearing about it. You in Clubhouse yeah. when you were talking about it. Well, okay. in the group to chat. Um, add what Joe Button has been talking about this when they really bring up Clubhouse app. You are what he fears. He doesn't want people like you getting in because he feels like this app should be for the socialized like us. Like, mm. why do we need the, the idea of if they make um, Clubhouse public, they were saying they're not going to use it anymore because mm. the whole point is like this is where Diddy, I, and, um, you know, like Rick Ross can sit here and talk for like 30 minutes. He's right. So he's gonna, I didn't like, listen no, to the podcast, but I definitely could see how that is. Yeah. Well, then do like, it, I'm not on their level. Like, I shouldn't be on there. But I guess, like, if it's really supposed to build community then that is where I'm supposed to be. If I want to do media and be Scotty Beam, why not have the opportunity to learn from Scotty Beam? He's saying it should be us rich niggas only. Well, I'm, he well, said that? Or was, that was he trying to make a joke? No, he's you should set the parameters. Like how, did y'all know how in like fair. LA there's a lot of influencer shit? Like there's influencer only clubs and there's a spot where you can take a photo at if you only have a certain amount of people on Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have to have like 200K and there's like influencer big places you can go into that you can't go into if you don't have like 100,000 people following you on social, one social media. Well, let's get to the moaning and grunts. Okay. Wait, I want to draw a pain on that about the whole Joe Budden thing. If you're a, if you're a podcaster and you're able to talk to fucking, what's that nigga who get high all the time? Would y'all want that opportunity? Excuse me. The boy from um, he gets high every podcast. Y'all Joe know. Rogan. Yes, Joe Rogan. If you got the chance to hear from Joe Rogan in Clubhouse, would you want to do it, or would you be okay with the fact that it's like rich niggas only? Um, I like the fact that it's a rich nigga only thing because I feel like they. I feel like I, I think the idea of that's kind of cool for them. Like it would be just be kind of corny to see. I can't be in the chat room with I'm kind of agree for five minutes. He spoke right after me. Like, like that's just well, I would, bo- yeah. Like, if and also, like, I would never be in a conference call with Joe Rogan. If it was a very public <laughs> thing, it would enable trolling. It would kind of devalue the whole platform. Because like, how many people would be in there going like, like basically saying the n word, calling people gay, or like trying to be as rude as possible just for, like a YouTube video? I, I insulted you. Joe Budden. Lol. Rage comp. Well, that is true. But I was just thinking, like, if given the opportunity, I feel like. Me as a nobody, if given the opportunity to exchange these thoughts, it could help me be somebody instead of me like trying to manipulate the system. So I actually like it. I, I haven't been on there for that. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. But I just wanted to talk about the app. In the way you're saying it, it sounds like this app is truly for the, would you would rather have the dinner with Jay-Z type people. <laughs> but it's not. They're cool. Okay, so anyway. During the day, they have clubhouse rooms like mindfulness monday or manifestation monday um joe button is always in one about like a certain particular topic masego did one on like relationships so it's like regular little workshops going on at night (laughs) there is the moan room and the grunt room so it kind of just comes up on your phone of what rooms are going on right now and you can see a lot of people are in the moan room and the grunt room that are similar to who I follow. And also, Says I found out about this on Twitter. I was on Twitter and somebody was like, Y'all really, this girl really is going off on the moan room clubhouse. And I was like, Oh, I gotta go listen to it. I get there at the end while everyone is giving their um, scores. 
Everybody's like, nine, ten, ten, nine. Mm. Apparently, this girl got a vibrator. This is on Clubhouse app, a networking tool. <laughs> got a vibrator and was basically putting it by her vagina, I guess, because they were just saying how it was just gushy water just splashing all over the place. <laughs> this is what they say. Oh, you look up for that. And then... Hello, what was she was... It's audio. Yes, I told you Clubhouse is all audio. So We need to get out the fucking house. That's fucking weird. <laughs> but let me finish. So I I got it into, into the um the the moan room. Top dog was in there, y'all, and punch from TDE. <laughs> I had the screen record of them giving their opinion. So I never got to hear the girl, but TD was like, the way she had that water going, I had to give her a 10. This is gross. So then I go in the grunt room after the um the, the moan room is over. All of the moderators in the grunt room have their um their avies changed to Rick changed to Rick Ross with no shirt on. And men are coming in and moaning on there for money. For money. money. Yes, both of them is for money. For prize. If they vote like there's if you win. judges to see like who's gonna be the best. If you win, you win that prize money. So it's like a cipher of my mo- of cipher of money. This is what the whole thing was, the moan room and grunt room. It's like brackets, ciphers of moaning. March madness of moaning? Yes. So I got on there, the reigning champion was Dell or somebody. Oh, I shouldn't say this stuff. Okay. The reigning champion was one guy, and then he I listened to him moan against two other guys, and he was the winner. So my question to y'all is this. Okay. These people were going for, one room was going for 250 That was the moan room, the girls. The boy room was going for 450 Now, would you moan in the clubhouse app where a lot of people don't even really know you like that? For four fifty, everyone. Ariel, you too. No, I would not. That shit is connected to your personal info and your personal pages. If that could be truly anon- anonymous, maybe. <laughs> but literally, when you see somebody's name and they're moaning on the fucking stage, the virtual stage, and you, you see click Ariel their profile, and you can go straight to your Instagram and Twitter <laughs> where your real fucking government that shit. name is. <laughs> so it's really fucking embarrassing. Yeah, this is, this is a weird question, though. Well, thank you. And not in a pandemic! We need to go outside, because clearly we've been in too much. This, if we're fucking beating off the fucking people moaning, tipping money, this is fucking And weird. them judges are like, never mind. Go ahead, Brent. Yeah, this is weird. For 450 I gotta give you a moan, too. Um, yeah, this nigga was like, y'all really y'all, y'all really paying? It was like, right. yeah. He was thinking like you. Yeah, y'all but paying 450 is if it's women judging, I gotta give it a moment. It's men judging, it might be kind of strange. Would it matter? There if is a man it? on the men's panel, which I don't understand. I don't know if he's gay. He don't sound gay. He sound regular, but <laughs> just like sound straight. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, I gotta go with my man. Like what the fuck? Four fifty. Four fifty is a digital PlayStation Five, all right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, I like, give you a moan too to see what I can do. But that's the <laughs> only thing I'm afraid of is like Ariel said. If they yeah. couldn't get back to me, I might be moaning on there for two hundred dollars, okay? <laughs> but I have to be anonymous. Um, but yeah, Clubhouse has turned into brunch with Meek Mill, um, Rock Nation brunch, literally until moan and grunt room. Coomers. Yeah, wow. it's pretty sick. And I was just saying, it's really like, funny for entertainment though. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, they have really funny rooms that people just like. Well, not that it's supposed to be funny, but like, 
singing rooms. Me and Kaylin were like, listening to singers. And some Did you of see them that in my story? I was laughing all You were? Because some yes. of them didn't get a lot of Listen. feedback. Some of them were I commented the laughing faces I saw. Okay, thought. but I thought somebody was going to say something. The one y'all rated 2.9 and 3, I <laughs> was He was messed up. Mess. <laughs> it's just like instant entertainment. And also, we went, we was in the rap cypher before. Mm-hmm. But um, the main thing I wanted to say is, isn't it cute how, like, during bad times, we bond together and, like, find community in any way we can? Like, if you want to on Clubhouse, you can go into a fucking, I don't know, anime otaku group. And you can get on there and you speak. You can too. <laughs> yeah, they, um, you can speak to people and, and give your two cents. You know, I just thought about this. This is sound like invalid when you can just join random Discord server that do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's Discord. It's Discord. Yeah. This is just like yeah, I don't know too normie much. Discord. But um, it's Rock like, Nation there Discord. There was an anime group. There was an anime group. They were discussed. They were debating why a popular anime was terrible. I forgot oh. which one it was, but it, they were in there talking about it. My Hero Academia. No. Like with a Demon Slayer? <laughs> Demon Slayer. Yes, it was Really? How oh, you knew? Because it's like the most overhyped anime yeah, right now. Oh, Trending okay. this year. It was crazy. It was, it's but good. that's what I'm saying. Like, I was saying for like Kevin and Kyle, y'all may not be the first one to like jump onto a FaceTime group and talk about stuff, but like you have a lot of knowledge in those kind of things. So if you were to speak... You would say something, um, you know, influential to the group. Same like if Brent got into a beer group or something like that. Like, I think that's cool that you can find a community that way. If and you I really feel like they the would probably be more enjoyable to talk to because, like, gaming nerds are kind of really weird and standoffish when you talk to them. Like, I'm not sure if y'all, like, really try oh, to yeah. talk to some of these niggas. Like, Reddit is very, like, uncomfortable sometimes. Aren't to they, talk like, to these super people. machismo? I feel like a lot of them are machismo. They're either, like, always trying to be funny or just dicks. Reddit? Like, yeah, they're yeah. trying to make some dumb just quip at you. Well. Just imagine Brent in the same room as a, um, <laughs> as a Joe Button. Yeah, I love craft beer, too. <laughs> oh, no, man. okay, be- <laughs> before we leave, I want Ariel to tell the joke of the girl who Joe Button tried to rag on her. Oh. Giving tea and gossip. Um, yeah, so that was in this group this morning about, like, um, it was Joe Budden and, like, a bunch of mainly girls in the group, and they were talking about, like, what they were making for Thanksgiving, and, like, they were bringing people onto the stage or whatever, and this girl had a mask on, and she was, like, kind of... How did you tell? No, in her Abby. In her... All you can see is Abby. Yeah, so all you saw was her mask on or whatever, and Joe was like... Um, such and such, why do you have a mask on in your photo? Um, what are you trying to hide? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I'm hiding from COVID. You should know a lot about that, Joe. Something like that. (laughs) And she started laughing. Or he started laughing. So that's just like a regular girl. Like you being able to give a quick jab. Yeah. Like you can just roast back and forth. But okay, so this is the the funnest thing about Discord, y'all. I mean, about Clubhouse. The way that I got on it. I have been fear of missing out about Clubhouse for weeks. I sent it to the group me a long time ago. Did y'all remember that? I was like, what is Clubhouse? Group me? Do you remember group me? Y'all know right. that. Yeah. I remember group me. You, oh, that's what you meant to say, group me. No, I'm saying I sent it to our group chat. Uh-huh. Like, do y'all know what this is? I think it was Twitter a long time ago. Because everybody, I was seeing Rory talk about it, Scotty Beam. So, excuse me. Of course, I'm not cool enough to get in. But I was just like, let me just download and see what it's about. So I downloaded it and I realized you actually really do have to be invited. You can't just do it. 
and I tweeted out, y'all, can somebody invite me to Clubhouse, please? I want to see, I want to get in, something like that. Literally a minute later, I guess a friend who was in my phone contacts from 10 years ago saw that I recently downloaded the app and he invited me mm. within minutes. Like he didn't see the tweet, nothing. I guess when I downloaded the app, he must have got like a, your friend Kaylin is on Clubhouse because we have the same number. And he invited me and that's how I got in. I guess no one cares. <laughs> All right. I'm sick of Clubhouse. Okay. All right. Um, so thanks everybody for listening to Cousin Night Podcast. And I hope y'all have a great day. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving yeah, happy and happy be Thanksgiving. kind online. Stay safe. <laughs>